0: all you are listening to episode 11 of kiss kiss game game the podcast where we take relationships and video games and make them one gross (laughs) (laughs) um as always i have the lovely andrew cogswell co-hosting the show with me hello andrew hello I, I figured I'd get more from you. Usually, you have like a little like something witty to say. Or something, so, I, <laughs> so, I wasn't expecting br- just the hello. Yeah, my
1: brain is fried today. <laughs> um, I'm drinking coffee at eight o'clock at night,
0: as one does.
1: Yeah, because uh, I know I have a stream to watch later and just like stuff to do tonight.
0: Oh, so. already is that like a little shout out to Kaylee, like prepping yeah, for her stream? <laughs> hey,
1: future Kaylee, I watched your stream in the past, but you already know that because you're in the future. <laughs> um.
0: <laughs> and if you heard. That little giggle over there. That is none other than Navishin, who is here to join us on this episode. Um, Do you want to say hello? Uh, (laughs) Kila lie.
2: What's up, guys?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do you have anything witty to say? Um, Don't. Don't
1: pressure people into a Jesus. <laughs> I mean, it, it's Has kind be of really
0: my witty. thing,
2: more or less. To do some witty thing, um, I could do the Commander <laughs> Shepard, and I'm, this is my favorite podcast on this on the internet. But you know, whatever. Ooh, yeah. but, but you might lying. be
0: disowned from your <laughs> from your own voice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so why don't you tell those of uh, those listeners who maybe haven't heard of Irrational Passions tell them tell them what you do, what you're about.
2: Um. Yeah. We're, um, we're mostly just about talking about video games. we're, we're it's kind of weird, to like to talk about that show now these days because like it's so fucking long. I'm gonna be real with you, <laughs> 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 but like um, it, it, it's like a, um, it, it, It's a, it's, a, it's a website where um a bunch of really good boys, um, some girls, if we um get the uh, chance for guest articles, um, come together and like um uh, this like put our opinions and our um takes on video games um i'm mostly just part of the podcast but like if you actually go on the website you, you'll actually deal with like professional people who actually you know like put in the work and put in the hard like the, like, the due diligence of like what you'll want from like a, a video game website so like um i would recommend going to irrationalpassions.com and check that out um yeah right lots of great stuff on that site
1: Excellent. Yeah, we, I mean, we had Alex O'Neill on a few episodes ago, so mm-hmm. we can confirm that anything that man touches is incredibly long, um, <laughs> because he is our longest episode of Kiss Kiss Game Game so far. <laughs> mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And that's how you'll be spending your tomorrow night, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they'll get me so.
2: started.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, go check out com. They put out amazing content. Um, really great network.
0: Um, a, really, really, a, like, a bunch
1: of good boys. Yeah,
0: a bunch of good boys. And girls. Yeah, girls. And occasion. some girls. Yep. <clears throat> um, but yeah, we're so excited to have you on tonight. Yes. Um and I, I don't want to say even more exciting because that it like because having Navajan is like, is, like the, the pinnacle of excitement. But yeah, naturally. Also very exciting. We're talking about one of my all time favorite video game series ever. Mine too. That's redundant, Same. but Oh my gosh! I just freaking love this series, and like, oh, I'm I'm so excited! Like, I think the only game that I probably would be more excited to talk about on the show is Final Fantasy VII, mm-hmm. um, which I'm going
1: to make it a point that we <laughs> never talk about. <laughs> we that. never
0: talk about. It. <laughs> um, yeah, that's probably going to be a thing. It's it's going to be like the, the, when the, the, we're the, 60 years old. Oh, the last episode
2: okay. probably will be like Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> we're finally going to do it, guys! No you
0: know, we yes. waiting for this.
3: And
2: I'm gonna
1: be
0: conveniently
2: um, very busy that
1: day. So <laughs> she just, she's just gonna do it with somebody else. I'm, no, it's just
0: gonna be me. It's oh just gonna God. be me by myself, Rambling. talking for two hours about Final Fantasy VII.
1: Ramblings um, of a mad woman. <laughs> but no,
0: so Mass Effect. Mass Effect is what we're talking about today. Um, in a trilogy. The the trilogy. Yes. Not Andromeda. No, not Andromeda. Um, but we're gonna talk about that today, and I'm so excited because that's a very close second to me as far as like favorite video games. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah.
1: And if, if I don't have a segue for this, but um, <laughs> hey, Patreon's a thing. We're on Patreon. That supposed
0: to be at the end, Andrew Cogswell. No, Are we doing because, it at the beginning?
1: Okay, Jessica, like, when was the last time you finished a podcast episode?
0: I finished a podcast episode? Yeah, like, episode? you listened
1: all the way to the end.
0: Oh, I, I always finish them.
1: Okay, well, you're a rare breed. <laughs> <All right. laughs> So, we're going to plug this now. As
0: do all of our listeners. I know they're good boys and girls. All right, good they boys and girls. They always listen to the very end. If you want to
1: get this episode early, you can get it three days early by pledging to our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash podcast for just a buck, a uh, dollar a month. It's a sweet tea a month, according to Adam Manahan. So, you can get it uh, three days early. We got some other tiers, too, as well. So, just wanted to plug that really quick before we jump in to what is going to be a very dense Mass Effect chat, I'm sure, <laughs> yeah, with all three about of us. We
0: three games today, yeah. not just one. Mm. So well, it's.
1: With three people who love this series. <laughs> yeah. it's like, Navishin, you just finished replaying them, right? Oh, yeah. Like, um.
2: Yeah. Uh, God, like, if you if we were to talk, about, like, my beginnings of Mass Effect, just like, just like, in a general type of um type of thing. Um, like, when I used to listen to a, a podcast called um Interactive Distractions, like, they, would, they would always talk about Mass Effect, Mass Effect, Mass Effect, and, like, um, you know, like, being big fans of them, I, I gave myself a chance and played it on Xbox 360, um, mm-hmm. and, like, you know, absolutely just hated it at first, and, like, um, traded you it know. in, um, bought it again, traded it in, bought it again, I think I traded it in, like, maybe three or four times before I actually, like, got past pretty much, like, the, 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 the I, not the JRPG hump, but like that's the um that's the that's the thing I, do, I like to say when it's like there's a there's a huge thing you have to get over before you can actually get mm-hmm. into something. But there's a big hump in that game where it's like you have to understand the inventory, you have to understand the combat, you have to understand um the makeup. Like those are the three yeah. big jumps in that game. Like I recently went through this with my best friend who's like going through the the trilogy for the first time, and she's like in the middle of aspect too, and she's loving it right now. Um, and it's like. It was like I, I I just didn't get it at first, and it was like it took forever for me to, like to actually just like get into it. But like, it was pretty much I think it was um, it was definitely I think it was definitely the Leary mission after getting past that because like um mm. beating the croaking at that part it took forever for me for like the longest time. I just couldn't like wrap my, mm-hmm. mind, wrap, my wrap my mind around like, the powers and like how to shoot and stuff like that. Everything was just like a mess at first, but then like um, you know beating that game. Um, completing that game, like, oh, I really like that game, and then, like, going into Mass Effect 2, and then realizing that, like, every conversation, more or less, counted in that game, so, like, any people, any person I thought was, was even insignificant in that game, like, carried over to two, and, like, oh, I remember you, and we had a conversation, and it's, like, it really just, like, made me really like Mass Effect 1 all that more, so, like, I played it a lot more, and, like, because that was around when, mm. um, two was still out and three didn't three was still in the distance. I think three well, three wasn't even announced when I got um first got into it.
1: Um, oh okay, okay.
2: Um but like uh, cause like when I when I started playing Mass Effect one and got into it, like Mass Effect Two was out for like about a year and Mass Effect three or no Mass Effect Two was about mm-hmm. to come out on PS three like a year later. Um Yeah. And like um you know then I you know, I was late to the train but like I, I fucking loved the series. And like it was a good period between I think it was two thousand eleven and two thousand twelve where it was just like I just kept replaying that trilogy just over and over and over again. Like, I I put, like, over, like, maybe, like, I think over 600 hours between, like, the trilogy, like, just playing it over and over again. And the weird part about it is I never really changed my... the way I played it, I just love playing it so much. Oh my
0: god, I am so glad there's someone who's just like me, because I am the same way. Like, I will make the same choices. (laughs) And, like, I'll I'll even be like, oh, I'm gonna try to romance somebody different. I'm gonna try to do something different. And then, like, I get to it, I'm like, I just can't, I can't not do Mm -hmm. it.
2: (laughs) Exactly. It's totally that. And, like, um, and it's funny, too, because, like, even with this latest playthrough, there's still this new stuff I see. Like, almost every time I play it, just like, um, just like just like a side conversation or just something I just didn't notice the first time, but like there's always something new as far as in the conversation because there's so much dialogue, so much. Cho- oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's, there's so much intrigue. There's so much more you can get into. Like, um, oh, I want to know more about this um this secretary secretary lady that that was at Sarah's base and who mm-hmm. shows up a little, um later later on in Mass Effect Two, at um O'Kear's place, and it's like, oh, okay, like there's a little bit more to you, and you know, I can learn a little bit more about you, even though you're not much of a character, um. That that mattered to me, and that mattered to me a lot. And like, um, I think when I played Mass Effect One is when I really got into like continuity, so, like in a the whole general type of thing. And like, as far as like my media and like my video games, like if it has a good continuity to it, then like I'm I'm just into it. So like, yeah. um, this one is like one of something I just like really really appreciated. That
0: absolutely, I mean, that's one thing with like not to plug my other podcast, but hey, I'm doing a and D podcast named Slay. <laughs> but uh, that's one thing with uh when doing like with DMing and stuff like that and building a world and having continuity and having like this, like something to where if people ask a question and want to go deeper, like having that knowledge built in or like put in place to where you can go deeper. And like, there's more story there and more lore that's kind of available for people to choose if they want to choose it. Like thinking about how much they had to build that up with the mass Mm. effect series is insane Mm -hmm. (laughs) because like just starting to do that myself and trying to create a world that feels like real and like there's more than just the surface yeah it feels lived in. it's so hard (laughs) it's it's so 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 difficult so um that's something that i that i always think about with especially bioware games is like how deep they go um because i mean even if you only you might only see in your playthrough like 30% 30% of the dialogue options. Exactly. You know what I mean? But they have it all in place to where there's 70% more, and that's just crazy.
1: Yeah, I mean, and and people complain now. They're like, oh, why aren't we getting, you know, games in, like, two to three years? It's like, bitch, write a game like this <laughs> yeah. and get back to me. Like, <laughs> Let alone the programming and, like, the, you know the art assets and everything like that like, having
0: people do the voiceovers yeah exactly like, can you imagine like how long that would take people to go in there yeah. that's not like just a quick like that's okay now you have a dialogue tree it branches out into all of these things yeah. now there's another tree from this one another tree you know what i mean like it, it just it branches out so much so it's like you have to record so many lines mm-hmm. um yeah
2: yeah it, yeah no crazy it, 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 it's crazy yeah, and it's crazy to me that like um even though like um the game has its issues and stuff like that, and I still love it. Mass Effect three came out in like two years um after like um mm, Mass Effect yeah. two. I, I mean it it shows in the game obviously for various reasons, but like um like for them to like have something come out that fast and like upgraded like cause like it visually looked stunning and the gameplay is just better and on yeah. all fronts in Mass Effect three. Um, like, they, like, you saw, like, the, like, the, pretty much the thing that they took back on was, like, the dialogue tree, because, like, there was, like, maybe, like, two choices for everything. And it's, like, and, like, you know, there was a cinematic mode in that game where it's, like, pretty much where they kind of did the choices for you. So, like, you just play as an actual game instead of, like, not making choices. So it was, like, what is Mass Effect then when you play that game? So it, it's weird. Um, Mass Effect 3 is a weird game, but yeah, I love it that. Um, but, like, um, it, it makes me think, like, cause, you know, like, Mass Effect 1, like, they're, like, they're so, like, obviously, Mass Effect 2 is my favorite like, full stop, mm-hmm. but, like, Ma- yeah. Mass Effect 1, um, like, I see the ambition there, and I can see why someone would love that game the most, Cause, like, I I talk to people all the time, like, oh, Mass Effect 1's my favorite, and like, oh, yeah, I totally see why, because, like, there's so much in that game as far as, like, the way you, the, the way you want to be and the way you want to play is in that game, and it's all in that dialogue tree, too, it's, like, it's so extensive, and so... It you could be it could be so personal the way you could just say the things you want to say. Um even like a perfect example of like um your relationship with with um Rex for for instance. Like um the whole thing about yeah. him where you like you could shoot him at Vermeyer. Um and like you could just use you could use your paragon or any like, option and like get get past that um that whole option. But like if you actually just talk to him, just talk to him and like just find out like who he is what he's about and like obviously do his mission with um his um his uh father's his grandfather's armor um Mm. you could just like talk to him and like you don't you you don't even have to do that that, the paragon and renegade choice he'll he'll just like oh okay we don't even need to shoot each other because like i trust you Shepard it was like oh okay and that blew my mind when i did that like in game it's like i just talked to you and we don't even have to go through this like gamey bullshit we just we'll, just we'll just play the game and <laughs> i mean we'll just like um yeah. we'll, we'll just do this journey together and i just like that's that's a crazy thing to me
1: see what's what's crazy speaking of the rex situation is like when i did my first playthrough i was so paragon at that point that i saved rex and like i didn't know he could die right and it like when i found out later it blew my mind i was like wait what he's a party member and like obviously i've seen party members die before like i've played final fantasy 7 like i get it but, like, I didn't expect it from this, and especially I didn't expect it to be a choice, mm-hmm. you know? Because, like, obviously in Final Fantasy VII, Aerith, the spoilers, Aerith dies. I think dies. that's the
0: biggest thing. It's not even, like, a party member dying. It's, like, you have a choice for a main character to die. Yeah. Like, it's crazy that that's something that's written in as optional. Yeah,
1: and it wasn't It wasn't an ultimatum like uh, Ashley and uh, Bitch Boy and later it's on. Caden. <laughs> yeah, <him. laughs> um, Bitch Boy, oh my god. I honestly god. didn't remember his name. Um, I hate Caden. Um Faint
0: okay i hate ashley (laughs)
1: um but like it it wasn't like an ultimatum like because those are so almost cliche like they work they can work well but they're cliche um it's like oh save this person or save this person okay well that's gonna have an impact but like actually having the choice and like it's not a choice you know you're making right right and i loved that i thought that was so cool
0: um tally too later on
1: Remind me, of, it's been a long time.
0: That's one where she, um, depending upon what you do, as far as um, either saving like her race or the geth, Yeah, uh, oh, she yeah, commits right, right, suicide. Okay. Yeah, she jumps off a cliff. Right. Oh, um, hey,
1: by the way, we're going to spoil the entire mess the <laughs> during this. Um, um, something so, that I want to hit really
0: quick, though, yeah. before we go any further, mm. in case you have been living. We under- already talked about Patreon no 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 That's, it's not it's not patreon time because they listen to the end of the episode for the patreon stuff All right, obviously what do you want i'm gonna say uh <laughs> this is what you usually heckle me about is because i usually blow past this for those of you who have been living under a rock and don't know what the mass effect series like is or are series is series because yeah. i'm saying that is the one unit is <laughs> oh i have a really good description for what um, the mass
1: effect series is can i can i do my one stupid liner? boy game no no, is no. That what you're <laughs> Oh, we'll explain that in a second. We'll
0: we'll tell you that story. Don't worry. Yeah,
1: in just a second. But can I do my one line for... Yeah, what's your one line? So the Mass Effect trilogy is if Star Trek was fucking interesting. That's my one line.
0: Hmm. I feel like you might upset many people. I don't give a shit. Star Trek's boring. (laughs) <laughs> um, I yeah, Mass Effect's super super good. Um, but yeah, so came out in 2007. Last game came out in 2012, which is baffling if you think about it. Well, last game I'll, in that trilogy. In that tri- yes, yes, yes. Okay. But that's that's what I mean. No, I'm was just the Mass trilogy, 2007 gonna... through 2012. I don't
1: want to get bombarded by all my Twitter fans <laughs> saying, "Hey, Jessica, fucked up."
0: I know. So, uh, kiss, kiss game dot com slash uh, you're wrong. <laughs> just kidding. We don't even have a website. Uh, we don't have a website. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah so uh awesome like RPG style game uh, made by Bioware. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah how much how much more can I say about it? Very excellent. If you haven't yeah. played it, play it. It's yeah. good. It's not just a stupid boy game.
1: Yeah, okay. so <laughs> if you haven't heard the stupid boy game story, now I'm taking it. I'm assuming you have because since you, yeah, you giggled really hard at that.
0: But yeah, so the story has only been told twice before uh, in the public sphere. Yeah. Uh, once on Caitlin Rowe, my my beautiful love. Uh, her podcast, Adventure Log. Yep. Um, and then, oh my gosh, I told it another time, but I'm totally blanking on... Well, I think
1: I told it on this show before, was it on too. Was I think so. When
0: were we talking about Mass Effect on this I, show, though? I don't
1: know, but I like telling this story because it makes <laughs> you look dumb.
0: <laughs> True. Um, so, yeah. So it's, we're it's in been a relationship, told twice, by the before. way. One time for sure on <laughs> yeah. Adventure Log. Uh, the other one is a mystery. Maybe yeah. Irrational Passions. It might, it might have been when I talked to Alex. Uh, like, well, I was all of you guys, but I think I maybe told Alex's story at some point.
1: Yeah. But so, I- the story goes... Um, I, it was spring bre- spring, or Mass Effect 3 came out on my spring break when I was a sophomore, no, yeah sophomore in college, and I bought it because I was an RA, I was trapped in the dorms by myself, I, I volunteered to do RA work over break, so I got paid extra, and every the building was completely empty, so I literally just played Mass Effect all day. Mm-hmm. I I finished Mass Effect 2 because I had gotten halfway through it, and my saved my hard drive got wiped, so I just restarted Mass Effect 2 really quick. And p- powered through it, finished it, and then was ready for Mass Effect Three. Was playing that. Jessica comes back from spring break, and I'm still playing the fuck out of Mass Effect Three. Like I'm playing the multiplayer because I love like carrying stuff over to the main quest, and like I love um,
0: like kind of supplementing like yeah, the main I, game with well, like I like stuff recruitment
1: that. stuff. Like Nino Community yeah. 2's kingdom building. Nino Community Two is not a great game, but goddamn, did I get every citizen in Nino Community Two? You're goddamn right, <laughs> I did. <laughs> every fucking one. Um, so I love stuff like that. So I'm playing through them I'm playing a ton of Mass Effect like in between classes and Jessica's essentially living in my dorm at this point. And sorry Truman. Um and she's like, What are you why are you playing this stupid game? Like this is a stupid boy game I was like, Jessica, are you fucking kidding me? Like, if you played through this, you would love it. And she's like, No, this looks like a stupid boy game. Like, this looks like like shittier Halo. <laughs> and I was like, Whoa, you need to stop. I need to and we got we got into an argument about it. like, I can't believe you would say that. Like, you would love this. You don't give it a shot. You just judge it based off the looks. She's like, It looks like you're just shooting aliens. <laughs>
0: So, <laughs> to be fair, you are just shooting aliens. But you're also <laughs> no, I'm, banging I'm, I'm aliens. <laughs> yes, Come you on, also do bang aliens. Um, yeah, it's so the redeeming qual—the only redeeming quality of the Mass Effect games, obviously. <laughs> so fast forward like
1: seven months. Jessica and I are living in our first apartment together, and it's almost the end of this uh, winter semester. Stuff's winding down. Uh, Jessica finishes her finals, and she's like, "I don't know what to play." It's like Jessica, just play Mass Effect. You'll like it. And she had already tried playing it once before. And she's like, "No, it's a stupid boy game." It's that
0: hump, though. It's, yeah. it's what, what Navishan said. It's I. For instance, I did not get into that game until I was well past like the first shootout and like Chandra's den or whatever yeah, it's yeah. called or something like that. Yeah, and like I think.
1: Yeah, Cor. Yeah. Oh, what was it? Den? Core, is it Cor? Yeah. or
0: Cora's done. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. I don't know why I said Chandra. That's, I don't know either. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I did not get past it until after that part. Yeah. Um, I feel like one of the big downfalls with that game is they make the the citadel like kind of too big right off Yum. the bat, and totally. so you're like, oh my god, I don't know how to get to anything. Yeah. Like, and you don't re- like. It took me a second to realize there was fast travel. Mm. And like, I'm not usually one of those people who struggles because I know some people like start a new game, they're like, oh god, I can't figure any of this out. I'm usually like okay at figuring stuff out, yeah. but that. To me, was I, I was, it took me a few, a little bit. Anyway, though, so yeah, I, I had to get over that hump. Also, yeah, so
1: Jessica had a problem with the hump, and so she stopped playing. And then, yeah, winter, winter break rolled around. She tried it again. When I was at work, and I come home, I was like, "What are you doing?" And she's like, "I'm playing massville I'm like, "Whoa, weird." Okay, and she's like, "Yeah, I really like it." I'm like, "I fucking told you, <laughs> like, <laughs> the stupid boy game." And so now I always give her shit whenever she's like, "This game looks dumb." I'm like, "Oh, is this a stupid boy to, game."
0: To continue on with that story, too, so like. When I start to like something, I like really like something. Yeah. So when I when I say it was good, like I mean it, I literally beat the game in 2 days. Mm-hmm. Like I started it and I was on winter break so I had no obligations. Yeah. And I think I beat the first 2 games in I think 4 to 5 days. Yeah. <laughs>
1: she Like took, I
0: powered she through. Took
1: Mass Effect 3 Home with her for Christmas and took a flash drive <laughs> with her save data. home with her so she could play while she's at home that's
0: for sure because i had so we got out like probably what like the 15th or 10th or something of december for spring for, for for uh winter break yeah um i beat the first two games in like five days and it was like the 20th or something and then i flew home to go see my family for christmas and i yeah i transferred it onto a flash drive i went home and i beat like the third game there yeah because I was a monster. She was. Like, she oh, had man. an air
1: mattress in our living room, and she just was in her pajamas for, like, five days straight just sitting on the air mattress. She's like, you are insane.
0: So no, I, I was obsessed. And then I play, I've i played it probably, I haven't played it in, like, probably a year or two. Well, we don't have a PS3 anymore. Yeah, that's that's what it is. But, like, I usually play it, like, annually, Yeah, I would say. I guess. wish we
1: could, but, but we need a new PS3. I
0: mean, we need an Xbox One X. That's what we need, honestly. Yeah, Not the One X one,
1: Dude, we don't have a 4K TV. We don't need the 1X.
0: Well, we also need a 4K TV. Oh, my
1: God. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Patreon. Surprise. <laughs> <Gosh Christ.
0: laughs>
1: um, um, yeah, so, no, Jessica, the moral of the story is Jessica's a monster. Uh, yeah. Um,
0: and it's also Mass Effect is a stupid boy game
1: yes, series. So, yeah, everything's a stupid boy game to her now. Um, mm-hmm. But, no, I think that Mass Effect does a really great job, um, like you said earlier in about interweaving a narrative and continuity. Um, it was the first game I had, I think the first game I'd ever played where the save data transferred from game to game. Oh, it definitely was. So, dying, yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, the, the 360 PS3 era was really the first time that was really happening in abundance. I'm sure it happened on PC at some point prior to that, um, with different games. But that was the first time I remember it being like, oh wow, like you carry stuff over. Um, One of my biggest regrets with the series is, like I said, I beat Mass Effect 1, got halfway through 2, and then lost my save data. And then right before Mass Effect 3 came out, I just powered through 2. So I've never played the series with one save file Mm. all the way through. Oh, dude. I know. Which really bums me out. Um, So, it's just, like... When I, that was on my 360, and then I sold my 360, got a PS3, and rebought the trilogy. And it was just one of those things like, this is such a time commitment. I, and like I was like, I haven't played any of the Uncharted games or Last of Us. And there was so many exclusives I wanted to burn through right. that I just worked on those. And then PS4 came out, and uh, my PS3 broke. So that's where we're at now. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I could play it on PC. I have the trilogy on PC. But, like I said, it's just such a time commitment. Like, I love these games, but God, is it a, just so much. And I feel like I'm constantly trying to fill out or like, check off other things on my backlog. That going back to a trilogy that's as long as Mass Effect just seems counterproductive, almost. Yeah. Um, like I want to get back to it eventually. I want to replay it all the way through with one save file. But I've just got so many other things to do.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I feel you
1: on that. Yeah. That's why
0: you just got to be like me and like be super excited for new games and buy them and spend a shit ton of money on them and then literally only play games you've played before in overwatch.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like That's
0: how you live your life. Jessica style. At
1: one point, Jessica was farther in God of war than I was. <laughs> and then she just stopped playing
0: because overwatch, obviously. Yeah. It was just so stupid. Cause like, I really love God of war. Like I need to finish it. Yeah. But I do. still haven't just because I'm like, I could do that or I could just shoot some people real quick.
1: Yeah, nice and easy. You play a stupid boy game.
0: Stupid boy game. Overwatch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: um, one of the, th- I mean, obviously this podcast is about relationships, though. Yeah. So I feel like we would be remiss without talking about the different romances in Mass Effect.
0: Ooh. Can we, I was going to say, should I pull up a list or do we, can we just memorize I think, all of them?
1: Oh, I know so Navishin like- has one. Oh, yeah. Like, as far as he's concerned, there's only one.
0: There's only, ooh, who's who's the only one? Yeah, you, you, he, he, I,
1: he, yes. My type because <laughs> yeah you you messaged me yesterday about it when i a- when i was asking I'm, you about like questions I'm, for the show and you're like this is a thing that happens every time i play so i really want you to talk about that
0: i'm guessing it's liara am i right no no Ooh, nope. okay who is it it's tally oh okay i love tally yeah that's awesome
1: yeah so w- why tally <sighs> why not
2: um <laughs> <laughs> fair enough <laughs> um Like, it's weird, like, um, not really, but, like, um, like, she was always, like, like, the most interesting person when I played Mass Effect 1, and and just to begin with, just, like, there's something about her, something, um, just, like, interesting, like, learning about the Corians, and, like, um, you know, like, they talk about, like, oh, like, um, even though, like, we're sealed off, and, like, um, you know, like, we can't, like, really, like, um, show our faces to anybody, like, we have to be more expressive, we have to be, like, um, we have to, like, do something to break through that barrier so, like, we're more expressive, we're more talky, where, uh, we, uh, we decorate our, um, our, our armor, or our, our suits, so, like, um, it'll be more expressive of who we are. Um, so, like, that really got me into her in, in the first game, and, like, I was kind of disappointed why I didn't, like, um, have a relationship with her in that game. But, like, um, my relationship was with Liara in the first game. Um, uh, which I do not regret. It was, it's fucking awesome, actually, because I really do love mm-hmm. Liara, Um, and going into two, like because it, it's really good because it, it's really good because like um I did have this connection with Lyra in Mass um, Effect One because like obviously you know, she's the one of our romances because I went romance romance Ashley she's not um my type of person let's just say um, <laughs> 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 um the going into two um finding are again and finding like oh this is not going to work out at this time before we do Shadow Broker. And then, like, um, getting to know Tally in the more intimate level with her people, and, like, what she's going through, and, like, um, how, like, in her loyalty mission, she's in a really fucked up situation, whereas with her father, just, like, kind of putting this all on her, and this, like, you know, just being there for her, like, um, it just made me really, like, just care about her even more. And, um, yeah, and, like, when I saw the opportunity arose that I can actually date her this time in this game, like, you know, I... Holy took it, like, 100%. And then, um, Shadow Broker happened. Um, and there's, and there's a great scene in Shadow Broker, which I just, I love to death, but I, I feel like it's so real and so poignant, is, like, um, it's right after you, like, um, take out that Spectre, um, uh, that Spectre who works for the Shadow Broker, yeah. And, like, you just killed her, and, like, Liara is just, like, it's all, like, okay, I know where to go, I know where the Shadow Broker is, let's fucking go. And you just, you just there's just this scene where you're just walking with her. And then, like, um, She's, like, this totally that's, like, oh, I'm, um, this eyes focused of, we're going, to do, we're going to do this. And then, like, you just, like, you just grab her and just stop her. It's like, hey, hey, can we just take a moment just to talk about us for a second? And she's like, what do you mean? And it's like, it, it was, like, it, it was, like, a real, it was a real moment there where it was, like, you know, like, hey, like, I, I still care about you. And, like, I, I don't want you to go through this by yourself. And, like, like we still have something. We still ha, kind of have something. And, like, you know, I I, I wanted to be, like, <laughs> most, boring, most boring as I, I think the game did a really g- great job of like Liara was is like you were dead, and he's like I came like I came back though, like I'm, I'm alive again. So, came <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: back though, baby. <laughs> I'm not dead yet.
2: <laughs> and like you can see that like being like being gone for two years and like her having to change as a person just to like even adjust to like everything that happened after you died, like it really affected mm. her. Um. And then, like, at the end of Shadow Broker, obviously, like, um, you know, like, you could have an opportunity to go with her again, but, like, I chose not to, but, like, I, I just love having that. I love having that, like, I had someone that I cared about, I found someone who's more, I'm more connected to, and then, like, um, then we had this part where we had to, like, you know, just break it off, but, like, still be friends at the same time, which is kind of hard to do, um, yeah. just in life in general, just, like, to have someone important to you and then, like, kind of just break it off, and still still be like a good unit after that um Mm -hmm. and then like obviously in three where it's like um um there's a there's a scene where like um when you're on the ship and like um when you when you first get um get tally back and like um there's a scene where it's like um we are in tally are there and it's like um you know kind of an awkward scene where it's like um uh (laughs) it's like um yeah, Talia's Tally, yeah. here for our reconnaissance, and this is, like, and, like, you know, Yara's like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm I'm the shadow broker, so I know a lot of things, and, like, as far as, like, what's going on, and, like, mm. Talia's, like, is there anything we need to discuss? Like, are we cool? And she's, like, yeah, we're cool, we're cool. It's just, like, you know, I'm happy for you both. And I was, like, okay, cool. That's a great scene. Um, yeah. Oh. They do
0: that a lot with like all the different relationships, and that's something that's so cool. Because they like, I remember my playthroughs. I usually go with Caden in the first game.
3: Boo. I know, but Boo. He, he's better than
0: the other ones. I feel like, yeah. and then Garrus is my man through and through. Yeah. And the other ones, I love Garrus. Garrus is, is like is best boy. He is best boy. Mm-hmm. No, he's he's my favorite. Um, and so I, I always go with Garrus. Um, but there's so many interactions, especially if when Caden comes back in the third one, like you talk to him about like what you guys used to have. He's like, yeah, I know. It's It's been so many years and like Garris, huh? You know, like something like that. Yeah. You talk to him.
1: Fun fact, Caden doesn't come back in the third one if you fucking kill him in the first
0: one. <laughs> no, I killed him. <laughs> like, <set>. you should. <laughs> like, okay, so you just, you don't like Caden because he's whiny. I don't like Ashley because she's racist. So I'm okay with killing uh, her. Technically, man. she's
1: xenophobic. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I
0: guess that's true. I guess
1: right. that's true. And to be fair, the big all words. the aliens are dicks to humans. So it's
2: kind of justified. I mean, the only aliens that are really dicks are just the Batarians. Let's be real here. Everyone hates the Batarians, <laughs> and everyone can agree that the Batarians suck.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The material, yeah. yeah, they're the those are the ones that are like kind of greedo ish looking, right? Yeah. I had to think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um like,
2: I I do want to talk about Ashley eventually, but like um just to, yeah, to finish sure. to finish off my um we are um I'm sorry, my um tally tangent. Um Yeah. Um so like, you know, like everything happened in two. I i my got my relationship really with um Tally and this fucking great there. And then like we go into three. Um and then like three had this had this like this this, this combination of like just like everything as far as like um the mission on ragnarok um or not some ragnarok god damn it yeah
0: that was supposed to be immigrant okay. song but i'm
1: fucking tone deaf so okay
0: i was wondering i was like that sounds like that's what he's trying hey to do. knowledge got it so i, I you know
2: <laughs> i succeeded uh, on the mission on ragnarok where um um, like, there, there's a guest there, and, then, like, you know, like, is about to, like, uh, take over her home world, and it's, mm-hmm. like, um, there's a scene where you, like, um, like, you have Legion, um, Tally and, like, whoever your squalmy is at the time, it might was who are, um, and then, like, Shepard was, like, pretty much, like, yo, Legion, just stop this, like, we're just gonna fucking take out this Reaper, and we're taking him out right now, and, like, Tally was just, like, you see that she was, like, so turned on at the moment, she was, like, <laughs> like, whatever happens, like, dude, I fucking love you. And I was like, I love you too. Kilo's <laughs> a lot. And we just, I fucking murdered a Reaper for my girl. And I felt like so good and justified <laughs> for it. And obviously I saved her race, so obviously, after that. So like, it, yeah. it was just like such a good moment for like the entire trilogy. It's like, I worked for this. I worked for this girl from the beginning, mm-hmm. from Mass Effect 1 to Mass Effect 3. And like, she's into me. I'm into her. This is great. And it's like I did like the most like sexiest thing for her, and like she <laughs> <laughs> and she's so satisfied with it. Like it it felt so good, dude. Like I and I and I can't play. The, I literally can't play the game any, any other way because like it that that combination of everything I did just for this one woman, it feels oh, right. it feels so good. It feels so good. Man. Yeah.
0: And it's awesome. Like I love that you go with Tally because I feel like a really common answer is Liara. Like a lot of yeah. and Andrews Liara, you're the one. You, yeah. I say you no. Oh. Oh, I thought you did. Thought, Maybe I'm crazy. I know yeah. you like Miranda a lot. Yeah.
1: So, s- spoilers. I'm also a xenophobe apparently because like I've only I've only banged the the humans. Like really. But I've only done one playthrough of the series. So like,
0: okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I guess yeah. you have. That's stupid. I'm that. a fucking moron. <laughs> um. um. But no. I. What's funny is so I feel like a lot of people say Liara, but I love Tali. So like that's awesome. Yeah. Um. The way that a lot of people because I think like if you're playing as a guy. Um, I always tell people like, oh, yeah, I always romance Garrus and like, oh, but Garrus is my best friend. Like he's Shepard's best friend. And I kind of feel like Tally is kind of like when I played through, I always felt like a really strong connection with her Uh because it's like Shepard goes through because I always play her as a girl. So Shepard goes through so much shit of her own yeah and like the, really the character to me that felt like she was equally going through as much life-changing shit was tally right because like liara why like liara gets kind of dark and like doesn't seem yeah. as impacted by some things as like maybe others but tally to me feels like she's like no i'm going through some like real shit with my family with my hometown like my race like it, like she has it's she's a little bit more high stakes and so yeah. i felt like you get a little bit closer to her and i always i really love her as a character yeah. honestly
2: and like um even that scene in mass Effect <clears> 3 <throat> where it's like near the end of the mission where it's like you see garrison and on um, sorry garrison tally just talking to each other and it's like mm-hmm. and then Shepard just has his moment with them like hey you two have been with me from the very beginning like you never stepped mm-hmm. away from me and like you've always had my back so like i just really appreciate that and like ah oh, yes like
0: mm-hmm. oh, gotta love this series no like they're like the dream the dream trio honestly mm-hmm. they like they each have like something and that's why I always pick Garris is like not only is Garrus just like so fucking cool it's your boy. Yeah, yeah he's he's it, like he's he's just the best choice honestly but like especially when you um like right off the bat with Mass Effect three so you start off Mass Effect three you're on Earth um yep. and then you end up like Earth is attacked and you end mm-hmm. up going to Garris's home planet Paladin. You, uh, go to, like,
1: their, you go to like their moon I think right oh yeah. It's their moon. That's yeah. right, because they're fr-
0: they're watching from the moon, like, and their planet is being f- it's, like yeah. destroyed, wrecked. <laughs> um, but you're you're trying to help out. Like, uh, you you go there and you're helping out all the other Turians. You meet um, Papa Garrus. Yeah, you meet Papa Garris. Um, and then Garrus. finally, like after a little bit, <laughs> Garrus comes and you're like, oh my god. Well, at least I was because he's my baby. So I was like, oh, there's my boyfriend. <laughs> and uh, you don't even talk about your relationship like right off the bat. But then like a little bit later, he's like, oh, it's just like old times, like you know. And and mm. like it's that flirty banter. And that's something I love too is cuz he's so militaristic. So it's like in the middle of like fucking dist- like just being amazing. Mm. You know, you two are just exchanging flirty banter and it's so cute. Um I don't even know where I was going with this. I'm just so excited just, by the prospect you're just of Garis. Um I was going to say he also goes through shit though. It's yeah. like you uh-huh. you go through a lot of like his personal turmoil with him and that's something that I like about his relationship.
1: Mm. My, one of my favorite moments in video games is actually from Mass Effect 2, uh, where you're going to go hunt down Archangel. Oh and you yeah! Fucking walk in the room and he takes off his helmet. And you're like,
0: my boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like so I got to that point because like it was my first time playing Mass Effect. And I was too. sitting there watching. I was and so giddy. He waiting. wasn't romanceable in the first one. No. He also didn't have quite as much personality.
1: You, you hated him in the first yeah. one. Yeah. Like, he sucks. No,
0: I didn't say I. didn't <laughs> You literally hate said Gareth sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I just he kept dying when he was in my party. Because you And bad like at the he game. didn't have as much oh my god i'm gonna kill you <laughs> who played the game on expert later on okay me and who's only played it through once you hush damn no. it's my favorite stupid boy game andrew get out of here <laughs> um but when i'm gonna, when quit. I played I'm gonna it, quit
1: this fucking podcast
0: <laughs> when i played it the second or like not the second time but when i played the second game for the first time um and like in the first game he's not romanceable but when i got to the archangel thing and i got up to that room and went up the stairs and saw him i was like I'm gonna bang him. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even. I hope he's romanceable because it's gonna happen. Because my he, body is ready
1: to, to you. He's just Bird Batman. Yeah,
0: he's, he's my Space a- Batman. Yeah,
1: he's Alien Batman.
0: He's, he had that vigilante justice thing going on, and, and nothing. Yeah, for like
1: five seconds.
0: <laughs> no, he. No, he has that personality now. He's like, he's a little bit renegade. Yeah, you know, like yeah. I always play pretty Paragon, and but he's, he's the touch of the dark side. He's, he's need... the touch of the dark side.
1: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um no like seeing garris for the first time in mass effect 2 is seriously one of my favorite Same. moments in video games because i was like are you fucking kidding me yes because i loved garris in the first
3: one Under- I loved criminally it.
0: underrated though is seeing him again in the third one i think because everybody talks yeah. about the archangel stuff which is so cool and it is better mm. but i think it's really cool when you go to his moon and you're with his people and you're fighting and it's yeah. crazy and then all of a sudden you see him like just like being a leader for his people. Right. You know what I mean? And like yeah. and coming and running at you and being like, Hey, you know, let's, let's get doing this stuff.
1: Speaking of only playing the series through once, which we mentioned like five minutes ago, kind i to bring it up anyway. <laughs> the, my biggest regret with only playing through the series once is I've never played with any of the DLC. Oh,
0: Ooh. Oh yeah. You're missing out. I've Fucking watched, I watched out. Jessica
1: do shadow broker and Citadel. So like I've seen, and the one with the one in three where you get the optional character. Uh, Javik. oh. Uh, Yes. What Javik?
0: Oh no, no, not Javik. No, it's, it's uh, uh is Javik it? is uh, you. It's the other one that we're talking in about um, yeah, though. It's in two. It's oh, in two. It's you're the talking female. about Z- Zaid and
1: Kasumi. Y- yeah, yeah, Zaid and Kasumi. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Kasumi, Kasumi is yeah. what I was thinking of. Yeah. yeah, that's where you go to, like the, the party
1: kind of thing. Yeah, the, yeah like yeah. the big
0: fancy to do and yeah. like yeah.
1: Yeah, I I, I watched Jessica, do which all was those. such
0: a fun mission. Like you need to do it. And ja- Kasumi is such a cool character.
1: Like when Jessica was playing through the series the first time, she was playing through and she's like, I need the DLC. <laughs> can we buy it? I'm like, yeah. I mean, I guess I'll get around to playing it eventually. So yeah, we can buy it. So she played through with all the or like most of the DLC, like all the big important. I ones. didn't play
0: through with the third DLC yet because I think at the time when I played, it wasn't all out yet. But then I played through later with the third DLC. Yeah, I know I did the second one. Yeah. The second one is the only way I played like, it. Though, I, I finished with DLC. three
1: before the director's cut ending came out. Right. So I I don't I don't know any of the director's cut stuff. Like to me, the ending of Mass Effect three is fine. Like I don't mind it. Okay. I know everybody lost their fucking shit over it, which I like, I mean I get I get why people were mad, but like to me, it's
2: whatever. Like that's how the game ended to me. You
1: know how did
0: you feel about the ending? How did, how did I feel about the
2: ending? Um oh I, I straight up didn't like it. Um and it's it's mostly because of like um it like 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 we've been talking about this the entire time. Like it's a game full of relationships. It's a game about like um these people who matter to you a lot and just to end it in a way where you meet someone you meet this the star child where like is a is a character that you never met before, and that's like, oh, that's weird, and then like you're having this conversation with them where they, it's kind of a one kind of conversation actually where like they just talk to you, give you exposition, and you're just supposed to take it, then you make your choice, and then like the then the game ends, and you don't know what happens to the rest of your characters so mm-hmm. as a, for a game that's about relationships and having interactions with people for that to happen at the end just didn't do it for me and um. Yeah. So, like, pretty much the only time I ever play Mass Effect three, um, I always have to end it with uh playing with, with Citadel because that leaves me up in a really good mood when I beat that game.
1: And like, like I said, I totally get why people had a problem with it, but when I originally played it, I was like, I get what they were trying to do. And I think, I, like, what I've seen of the director's cut, because I've, like, watched YouTube clips of it, I I think it is a better ending, and it does give more closure to stuff. But, like, I'm, I wasn't, like, up in arms about it when I first played through it. Like, I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was missing anything.
2: The director's cut just added stuff, you know? Yeah. Like, it, it, so. They taste a lot of stuff, like, um, like, the mass release exploding when, like you know, they just had a DLC in Mass Effect Two, um, their arrival whereas like when you blow up a mass relay, it destroys like a whole part of a fucking galaxy. So like Yeah. You know, it's you know, it like continuity stuff like that and like it was just like a whole mm-hmm. bunch of stuff that just didn't make sense. So um mm-hmm. you know when the indoctrination theory was a fucking thing, you know, like I was on that board. Not not necessarily like, oh I think that's gospel. Like, oh yeah that it makes it makes too much sense that this <laughs> that this actually is the thing, but obviously we're rats for straws that's for Anything that this to make sense for it and, and like it just didn't then they did the extended cut, which I think they did an um, a pretty good job as far as like um having to make it stay at your vision but like also giving a little bit more closure like the way it needed to be as far as like you know what happened to your fucking characters what happened to your fucking romance like all that other yeah. stuff so, like I think those things are important um and like like i said it it it, it, it was replaying mass epic three. Where I got to a point where video games are like, just finish your fucking game. Like, I, I don't care how long <laughs> it takes. Just finish your fucking game. Like, yeah. like this this, like this half ass thing is just, like, I can't take anymore. Because it breaks my heart. Because, like, if we could have someone like The Witcher 3, which is, like, a great, like, trilogy for anyone who played the, the entire thing. I only played 3. Um, yeah. But, like, just playing 3, I could see, like, oh, it concludes and includes the way... It's supposed to, and, like, there's nothing, like, missing in that story whatsoever from someone who, like, played the entire trilogy or something like that, and it's, like, there was stuff missing at the end of Mass Effect 3, and, like, the, this investment, this thing I put all my heart into, um, for it to, like, before they did the Extended Cup, before it did this, ended that way, before it even did Citadel, because, like, Citadel, I feel, like, does that for me. It does that. It, it gives you everything that you want and everything that you need as far as, like, something that you put your heart and soul into and like, it's like a satisfying way to like to say goodbye to these characters. Um, and like the original ending for three just didn't do that, but that's just my opinion. No, I, and like I said,
1: I totally get that. I'm, I'm, I've said this before on the podcast. I'm a sucker for the end of series. Like the seventh and eighth Harry Potter movies are my favorite. Seventh Harry Potter book is my favorite. I like how I like seeing how things wrap up. Um, so for me, Mass Effect Three. If I were to replay the series, Mass Effect Three is the one I'm honestly the most excited to replay because it's the one I remember the least. Um, because I played Mass Effect One like one and a half times. I played Mass Effect Two one and a half times. I've only played Mass Effect Three once. Right. So that's the one I'm most excited. Re- there's I,
0: just so much DLC you need to play. Exactly. Like, and that it changes the game. Yeah. Like um, it for the better. Yeah. Um, I. I wasn't mad by the ending of Mass Effect Three the first time I played it. I think it.
1: you played with the extended cut right away though.
0: Uh yeah, because how long did how many months did it take for them to put like it out? Two. Yeah, I played yeah. with the extended cut. Um, and I remember I'm I'm one of those people to where I wanted to make sure I had the best ending possible, so yeah. I went out of my way to get the good ending. Um, so in my playthrough, Shepard's still alive too. Okay. Like, because if you if you do everything, like if you do the most that you can do, Shepard will still be alive at the end. Yeah. Um, so you did so,
2: the, the, the destroy then, the red option, right?
0: Yes, and I think. That's... It's been so long. Um, I just know, like, at the end of my – because <laughs> that was what mattered to me. Because I was like, I need her and Garris to be together. Um, but, yeah, it, at the, the very last scene is, like, uh, your team being like, let's go find her. And then uh, it goes to you and, like, there's rubble and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden you kind of see, like, your hand – you know, yeah. like the, the rubble moves, um, and it implies that you're still alive. Mm. And that was the ending that I had, and I usually, I always get that ending I, when I play. That's one of the
1: things I'm, I'm like, I said, I'm so excited to eventually replay the series. I want to replay three because, to be completely honest with you, you don't I it. don't, I don't remember which ending I picked. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I haven't, pl- I haven't finished. The, I mean, I finished that game seven years ago, right? Because it came out in 2000. No, it came out in 2012, 2012. So six, yeah. six years ago. I don't fucking remember what of three choices I made. And like I and that, that kind of sucks because that means it didn't in, like impact me emotionally enough to remember. Yeah. But at the same time like I feel like at points in the at points in games like that where it's the end and you need to make a make a big choice, you're so wrapped up in oh this is the end like trying to like put everything together in your head that especially for me cuz I have a terrible memory when it comes to stuff like that, I'm trying to connect all the pieces and so my choice was an afterthought. So I think that's why I don't remember it. And so that's why I want to replay it, especially with a save file all the way through all three games, because I want to own that choice. I want that to be my canon choice, mm. and I don't have that right now. Um, and so, yeah, that's I, uh, honestly, it's the game I'm most excited to go back and replay if I do replay the series. Like, one I one has that hump, even if you've beaten it before. The
2: pacing in the first game is really bad at the beginning. Dude, it's, like, replaying through that game again, like... Like, because, like, you know, I've played the millions of times, so I never really thought about it, and, like, when I watched, when I play, replayed it again, and, like, I watched my best friend play it for the first time, it's like, oh, right, there's not really a tutorial in this game at all. Like, no. like they, they tell you how to do cover, and that's just about it. Like, you have to figure out yeah. literally everything else by yourself, and it's it's tough it's very very tough and like she had like the hardest time because i remember like my my first time that was a struggle too like learning how to use powers and how that actually works and like Mm because like when you play a game like you might as well just play your own soldier just so you can just shoot things so like um so you can just Mm -hmm. get a better understanding of it and now now i'm just like when i play the game just always vanguard because vanguard is like you have the powers and the guns at the same time so that's just that just works for me yeah,
0: no, I, I'm glad that you said that because I felt the same exact way. Like, the first time I played that game, I could have easily just chosen Soldier because I was not really – I think that I probably chose – oh, gosh, I don't even remember what I chose. I know what I tend to choose now is I always go um, Infiltrator because mm-hmm. they are good with, like, mm-hmm. long range, and I'm usually I, – I like playing snipers. Um, but I hardly ever used any of like my tech or biotic powers in any like in the first playthrough I did. I don't remember what class I chose, I might have chose a biotic type class. Mm. Um, and then I realized like later on, I'm like, oh, I really need to be utilizing these, the game is so much easier. Um, but they just don't, it doesn't lend itself well for like you to like the, understanding that right off the bat. Well,
1: um, I, this is something that I've heard. Um, one, of my, one of my best friends, I told him, I was like, you need to play Mass Effect, you would really like it, and so I let him borrow it. And about a month went by, and I was like, have you played him? He's like, yeah, I played like five hours of it. I was like, well, what do you think? He's like, I don't like it. I said, well, why not? He said, the combat, as I'm leveling up, I feel like my powers aren't doing anything. And I think that's really true for the first Mass Effect. I think the combat abilities are very poorly developed. Um, They don't feel like they're impacting the flow of battle enough. Mm -hmm. Whereas in 2 and 3, they really fix that, especially in 2 with the different kinds of ammo. When that was introduced, yeah, yeah. The first one, like push and pull and stuff like that, like I would use them. Like, what the fuck even was the point? Like, it doesn't feel like it did anything.
2: Like, it, it like, there's a good series on um YouTube um called like um, uh, I think it was like Mass Effect 10 Years Later or something like that. Um, it goes like deep dive into like the gameplay and like the story and stuff like that. You should really check it mm-hmm. out. But like um, he had, he had a great point about Mass Effect the one as far as like how the gameplay is for that because like like the physics just Aren't consistent enough because it's like, um, you know, like you have this like this big, uh, I think they're called like judgment or like that's the the big giant guest charging at you or guest primer is, um, when they're, yeah. when they're charging at you something like that and then like, um, you know, like you use all your abilities and then like nothing will work but then you use pull or push and like they're like light as a feather or something like that and just like flop yeah. around everywhere and it's like. Nothing really makes sense, and like obviously the Mako is like the prime example of that, where is it's just like, like a <laughs> drunken rhino or something like that. When you like, yeah, oh my god, yes.
3: Yeah. I, I hate the mock up. It's like it's, so it's,
0: there's no reason something should be so clunky, but also so like. Vital easily to the to game. Push. <laughs> well, no, no, I'm just saying like it's clunky, but at the same time, like way too lightweight. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it really I'm glad you brought that up. Like yeah. the physics of the game are a little bit off. <laughs> yeah, you so, hit a I mean,
2: pebble the... and you knocked into the orbit or something like that. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Like, so, Mass Effect 1, like, is really the big reason I haven't gone back and replayed it. Because, like like I said, that hump, even if you've played it before, is so bad because the pacing in the beginning is so poorly done. And then, like, the combat is just shooting for the first, like, half of the game. Like, your powers aren't developed enough, and even when they are developed, they feel like they're not doing as much as they should be for how high of a level you are. Mm. So, it's just, the first Mass Effect is kind of a mess, and it's more... It's more RPG than action-y. Like the series definitely got more action heavy as oh, they went sure. on. Oh for sure.
0: The third one, I mean, when it's, you like start, an action. it's it's an action game. Yeah. You have like the I remember because like that the, was some took me by Yeah. the, the
1: it's not stab stab.
0: Well, just like I, I mean that. the way that you begin it on Earth and stuff like that yeah. when you're like running and there's a lot more options that are almost not quick timing but almost, mm. you know what I mean? Mm. Like yeah. when you like I slide you and like stuff like that. Like it's it definitely it made it more action whereas it's always been more RPG more like, or it Mm. was at least in the beginning. So it's, it took an interesting turn um i remember that was actually the hardest transition because i like i said i played them literally back to back like i beat the whole series in like probably a week and a half right mm-hmm. um and it was my first time playing each one of those games and like i remember when i jumped from one to two i was like whoa this is different this is <laughs> yeah. very very strange i i don't know i don't like getting used to this is so weird because mm-hmm. i just put you know 40 hours into getting used to this other mm-hmm. one and then i went oh, no, from I two to three and i was now? like what? oh my god <laughs>
3: yeah right yeah right like, <laughs>
0: Yeah. Oh, it's so and like they change so much about like um like how you you carry weapons and like kind of that capacity um the ammo like your skills become a lot more viable like just so many changes even like just the camera shifts a little bit the yeah. way like it's it's so different and then you get to the third one and that's insanely different. Yeah. <laughs> So, it was, it's a, it's, they're weird. They're two, weird how much they change.
1: Two strikes the best balance. I think this is, like, genuinely accepted, so I'm not really saying anything profound here, but two strikes the best uh, balance between RPG and action. Yeah. I agree. Um, and especially with the loyalty missions, because the loyalty missions add so much of both, and they're such a core part of the game. Like, they're completely optional. You don't have to do it, but you're an idiot if you don't. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, um. And then, like, the suicide mission is, like, that's an action sequence, mm-hmm. but you're, you're, impacts and choices and if you do the loyalty missions impact your success on the on the suicide mission. So like that's the RPG and like you have influ- to know
0: your team. Yeah, Which exactly. is so cool.
1: Which is, and that's what impacts the action of it. So like mm-hmm. it blends it so well.
0: It does. No, for me, two two games that will always like just impact me so much on how I um would would design a video game if i ever actually like go down that that route and, and do that um how i design my D campaigns how i write like two things that that greatly influence me are the like galactic readiness of three and the loyalty missions of two because mm. i think there are such smart ways of like progressing a world if that makes sense like there's there's been a DD campaign where i've literally had instead of like a galactic readiness it was still like a readiness type thing and so basically like each town that you went to or city or whatever um there were multiple ways that you could kind of like get people on your side so it's like let's say you go to a town where there's like werewolves and people who want the werewolves dead it's like you can either side with like these werewolves and you get like 50 werewolves who help you or you side with the town you get like 200 humans you know so something like that and like i've set stuff up using kind of that galactic readiness thing because i think Like I said, those two things are so influential to me and just so smart. I I love the way that they did those. I'm just Mm. glad we're talking about the loyalty mission and stuff. (laughs) Yeah. And
1: I I think that ties into like the relationship aspect of this show so well is those loyalty missions, like I said, completely optional, but they give you so much more of a deeper look into these characters mm-hmm. um and especially when it comes to the suicide mission like you said you need to know your team mm-hmm. yeah you have and to have that d- team
0: management yeah
1: like. and so it's more than just team management it's like it's knowing them on like you need to know their lore. Level, yeah. yeah you need to know the lore behind their characters you need it's to... not
0: obvious stuff it's no. not like i mean it kind of is like once you play it one time through you're like oh yeah that makes it but it's yeah. like okay who's best to go in like fucking vents and crawl around yeah like right. oh tally because, it, you know, and and you have to but you have to think about it a little bit. It's not mm-hmm. just um, an easy option because you send the wrong person up there, they're going to suffocate. Yeah, <laughs> they, they overheat <laughs> and die.
1: Yeah, no, I, and it's it's stuff like that that makes this the, the series really, really ripe for talking about mm-hmm. relationships. Like we ha- we haven't even really touched
2: on a lot of it yet because there's just so much. I mean, once again, we're covering the entire trilogy. Well, and which the, is the just a lot is built into the game. Like it, it yeah. that is yeah. that game is like pretty much a dating set with guns. <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> which is why i love it
2: yeah i was gonna say which explains why jessica fucking loves it that's
1: uh,
0: why I, That's why i love bioware and that's what like not, not to get into you know the future and, and e3 prediction and I, i'm like so nervous about anthem because like i love old bioware club. so much and like i'm like yeah anthem looks really cool but like can i fuck anyone
1: yeah <laughs> what iron man suit can i bone yeah right
0: like. um I don't know. That's just me, though. Yeah, I'm just no, lame. I feel you. <laughs> I'm,
1: yeah, I'm, I'm nervous about Anthem. I'm worried that Bioware jumped from doing these big western RPGs to doing something like a, you know, a games a service because making these worlds is just so hard. Yeah. And like we talked about earlier, like, I'm worried that they're just doing it like, obviously, they're passionate about it. Like, I'm not going to try to, you know, fight that. But I'm just like, I hope it's not a Thing for them that because Bioware is known for their deep. RPGs. I'm just gonna say
0: this, okay? So everybody, when Breath of the Wild came out, was like, "Oh my god, Legend of Zelda's breaking the formula. They're doing something new. It's not the same for thing the they've been
1: doing first time in 30 years."
0: Yeah. and I was like, oh, "Fuck that! I love formulas. Give me formulas. Just throw in some new tools. And make like make the temples really cool and give me. I could take literally the same Zelda game with the same formula for the next 50 fucking years and I would be happy. I'd be so happy. <laughs> See, <laughs> like I. W- I And, like, Breath of the Wild is cool. It does a lot of really unique things. But, like, do I think Breath of the Wild is better than literally any other of, like, the formulated Zelda games where you collect three items and then something happens? Collect five more things and then something happens. Then fight the final boss. No, I don't think it's better than those. I love those games. And that's how I feel about BioWare, too. Like, okay, yeah, you could do something cool. And by cool, I mean look exactly like Titanfall and Destiny and all those other games. Yeah. But I think that they have so much charm in their formula and there's so much like it doesn't like that's the thing is a formula is a formula but if you add stuff that has charm and like good characters and like like for instance with zelda like having the really unique boss fights and the really cool temples and different weapons and like items that you use to kind of get you through um if you make it different enough like it's cool to stick to a formula and i would love if bioware stuck to their kind of like relationship sim like hybrid like they do with like dragon age and um mass effect so I don't know. I'm scared. Well, bi- I want them to stick to the formula.
1: Bioware games have a lot of heart. They do, and
0: a lot I of heart don't know and great if characters.
1: That's gonna shine through in Anthem. I think that's my yeah. biggest worry. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. And I mean, Navishan, have you read Blood, Sweat, and Pixels by Jason Schreier? No, I, I haven't yet. Okay, their chapter, his chapter on Dragon Age: Inquisition is fucking amazing. Like I don't know how that game exists. Like that game should not exist. Do
0: you know what? I don't know how has. I bet you Kaylee hasn't read it yet. So when Kaylee comes here, like before, kind of funny prom and is staying with us. Yeah. We, like, we just need to force make her to read, read at least that, that chapter. Night.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like it sucks because like I don't want to be like oh EA's a monster, but like I feel bad for Bioware after what happened with Dragon Age. Like read that chapter in Like get the book. It's great, but that chapter is just amazing. With how Bioware works and how much struggle they had. And then immediately turned around and worked on Mass Effect Andromeda. Mm-hmm. Which also, you know, had its own problems. And that's what makes me worried that Bioware... I know they're working on Dragon Age 4. Like, they've kind of confirmed that. But that makes me worried that, you know, they're kind of jumping ship on on their on their formula. Like Jessica said. And that bums me out. Because these games have so much heart and love and lore poured into them. And outside of Witcher, I can't think of another... like. I guess or CG Project Red. I can't think of another like company that really puts that much emphasis on not just lore, but like the relationships. Because like Fallout and Elder Scrolls has a shit ton of lore. Like I'm not going to argue that. Yeah, but I was like say, there's like relationships have... there. You you can in Skyrim you can marry a random NPC. Cool, whatever. Like yeah, but there's no love there. There's no. There's no depth and breadth to these characters.
0: That's, and I completely agree, because I Mm -hmm. think there's, like, a misconception between, like, depth in the game and then, like, lore, because there are people like, oh, yeah, the Dark Souls game, they have tons and tons of lore. Like, you would like it. And I'm like, okay, I I like lore, but I think what I mean is depth as far as character. You know what I mean? the People who say Um, that
1: Dark Souls has lore are the same people that say Destiny 1 had lore.
0: I mean, to be <laughs> fair, those games do, but no, you have to be somebody I'm, who's, like, I'm, dedicated and, I like, yeah. recent, just, you know what I mean? I'm
1: just being a shit. I know. I, no, I, I know. I, <laughs> um,
0: but, no, what's so funny is, like, uh, I, shout out to uh, Ali Mushka. Um, you fucking right. Because, yeah, no, I watched her um, Dark Souls, like, lore video not yeah. too long ago, and, like, I am such a, I don't know anything about From Software. Like, I've played a little bit of Bloodborne, um, and I, like... I'm okay at best yeah. at those style of games. But I, I watched it. And I'm like, Oh shit. I didn't even know this game like had any of this. <laughs> like yeah. I just run around <laughs> fighting spooky <laughs> things. Yeah. Um, but no, like there's so much lore, but it's like the marriage and Bioware and CD project red does this too. You're totally right. Um, between lore and like, the characters and like it's like built into the game. It doesn't seem like something that you have to go out of your way to look for, like in like Bethesda games and stuff like that. Mm. Um, it's there, and I love that. And you're right. I don't think that there are a ton of um companies that kind of give me that feeling the way that BioWare does. Yeah, like, I, I, I think, think
2: it's just like pretty much um uh, like for me. Um, and this, these are why they're my favorite games. Um, ever is like The Witcher Three, Mass Effect Two, and like Persona Five are just like the the the, the, oh, the things yeah. that just like do relationships in a great way and like have a really big impact on me, at least is my opinion. And like, um, I feel like do it better than like anyone else in the gaming industry. No,
0: you're, you're yeah. absolutely right. I didn't even think about persona, but you're so like, I haven't played three, but four and five. Absolutely. Like same yeah. way. Um, just that the really deep characters, the really, um, gripping emotional stories and, and like the connections you form and like having that cool world, um, absolutely that's an yeah. a, that's definitely another series i would throw in there they yeah, do no, it well
1: for sure because i mean persona is a little bit different because it's obviously it's a very different game yeah um but yeah no i think i think that you know atlas and the persona team is a is a really good addition to the the cd project red and bioware um i just i want to i want to see more games that focus on relationships um
0: that we have more stuff to talk about Yeah, on the because podcast. we're literally running that's out of it. stuff. No, I'm kidding. Um,
2: <laughs> play Catherine. <laughs> yo,
1: that's actually on our list. We actually have that uh, lined up with a special boy. Awesome.
0: special boy.
1: I don't think he knows it yet, but we're going to tell him.
0: Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's the one who asked to do it. Oh, it's did just, he? It's okay. one of those things that was talked about a long time ago, and then he like, probably forgot. life's happened. Yeah. but
1: Also, we need to like, get PlayStation now so we can actually play it. <laughs> yeah. um, no, like, and like, the remaster. Th- that's coming out soon. Oh, yeah. That's coming out soon. Well, maybe we'll uh, we'll plan around that. It's mm-hmm. good smart no that and i like simple. i mean we've mm. done
0: overwatch on this show that's true like there's no limit to what we can talk about i can't wait <laughs> until we talk about uh like donkey kong country for uh, the super nintendo Yo, man, we're gonna kong, do a whole episode on girl. that <laughs> <laughs> have yeah. you ever had your banana horde stolen <laughs> <laughs>
1: by a pirate crocodile by a pirate
0: crocodile that's going to be the relationship question like how did you handle that (laughs) anyway okay so uh now that I've done that
1: speaking of (laughs) (laughs) has your best friend ever been trapped in a barrel (laughs) (laughs) Um, so
0: many relationship topics in that game there are really it's uh firing on all uh don't
1: fuck oh I hate (laughs) I hate that phrase so much I know you do that's why I said it how funky Uh, is funky (laughs) <laughs> on a scale of one to funky <laughs> like what are we looking at here oh, oh man all right speaking of relationship questions do we want to do we want to jump into the question we're over an hour in already
0: oh my god i feel like we could still talk forever I, though let what
1: happens when you do three games at once
0: you know what we should do so this will be kind of fun i think we should just do a quick because we talk about the relationships yeah. um we should do a quick thing i'm going to name each relationship option, and we're gonna give it a score one through ten. Okay,
1: okay. does that That's sound fun? Sure, yeah, sure. All I'm, right, I'm sure. gonna pull it up. Oh, I have not, Navishan. Uh,
2: what are your thoughts on Andromeda? Let's leave this in. I want to leave this in. <laughs> um, not favorably, I'll say. Um, okay, and, and it's, it's for lots of reasons. Um, yeah, not 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 for the not for the, the, the glaring reasons like oh the faces look weird and like all the other stuff. Like, dude, I was ready to fall on a fucking sword the day of. It was like. Like, shut up. Like, Mass Effect 2's face is weird. Like, it's gonna be fine. Yeah. And and it's just, like, um... It was just, like, a dis-everything. Everything, like, everything else, as far as the game, like, uh, just just didn't do it for me. And, like, it's it's literally one of the few video games that I hate. And, like, I don't really use that word, because I'm a guy trying to spread positivity. I don't really, like, talking about stuff that I actually generally just dislike. Um, but, yeah, it's my opinion, so I'll give you my opinion. Um... But it, it, it's like it's like for me like that game does like almost everything wrong like how the ship like is only controlled by two people when like the normal Normandy has like a h- tons of people there's like there's like a bunch of people in your crew and like how you just like have n seven armor as like a general suit and like like, the gameplay just didn't click with me. People, like, love the gameplay for that game. That's the one thing he already talks about. I just didn't enjoy it because, like, your squad mates are just, like, just random puppets that just, like, go out in front of battle and, like, it, it just didn't it, didn't it didn't flow right. Nothing about that game felt right to me. It just felt super off and super wrong and, like, I love Vetra Nix. She was great. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like... Yeah, Vetra is cool. But, um... Like other than her, like even the even the characters, just just none of them, nothing, nothing about that game just did anything yeah. for me. It's, it's a general like hate that I have. I still haven't finished it. <laughs> um,
0: a general <laughs> hatred.
1: <laughs> I to be honest, I haven't made it off the first planet. Oh, jeez.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I I'll be the only one who likes
2: it because I know you like Yeah, Jessica loves
1: it.
0: Oh, I I like it. Okay, yeah. Um, I don't think it's as good as. The Mass Effect Trilogy, obviously. Oh, yeah. um, I still liked it. Um, there are definitely problems, though. Something that, like, I talked to Caitlin about this. Um, because Caitlin, I feel like, I, I tend to go into things, and I'm like, I love this. Everything's good. And, like, sometimes I don't, right off the bat, think critically about things. Um, and so she talked to me. She's like, there's just, like, a blatant, like, pro, col- you know, colonization, like, feel in that game. Mm. And I was like, oh, shit, there really is. And, like, it definitely, and, like, after that, I was like, and, like, because I kind of gathered it, you know what I mean? Like, when I was playing, I was like, this seems kind of weird. Like, this is a weird perspective for humans to be in the right in this situation. Yeah. And then, like, playing it after she told me that, I was like, man. Like, it really is, and it's kind of icky. Yeah. <laughs> you know?
2: It's like, um, ugh. Like, for, ooh, you're just, like, bringing it out. It the fire is boiling me. But, like, the, the thing that yeah. really kills me about that game, like, that kills me, like, the most is, like, you're in a fucking new galaxy. Like, you have, you have the, the biggest opportunity, like, to, like... Be like Mass Effect One again, where you like see all these new races that you've never even seen before. And oh yeah, they- there's
0: only one. No, there's
2: there's fucking two.
0: There's two. Oh, there's two. Like one oh of- yeah, yeah, yeah. The villainy, the villain race. Yeah, and they're just a carbon copy of the fucking collectors. So it's like, what yeah. the fuck? Ugh. No, they look exactly like the fucking collectors. Like that was something that bothered me too. Like the the like. There should be so many more races than <laughs> like, what you see. It's almost like the game race? was
1: incredibly rushed. Yeah.
0: <laughs> now, there's that race, and then there's the race of the guy who I banged, Jahl. Um, I can't remember his race. You don't even
1: remember his race? You remember them I as know. a sex object? Yeah, he's,
0: he's just an object <laughs> to me. Uh, no, I picked him because, Jesus. honestly, I YouTubed uh, the, like, romances, me, and you his sex scene butt. was the coolest. Oh, so right. I was like, yeah.
1: <laughs> Jesus, Jess.
0: Yeah, I go with the cool sex scene. Um... Yeah, so I have the list pulled up. If okay. We get to it. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Ashley Williams.
1: I mean, she was my she was my banging one and three. Uh, two.
0: I'm just saying, like that's my score. Two. Oh, two. Yeah, out of out of ten.
1: <laughs> I would do like a seven because I have I'm saving my top spot.
0: Okay. Uh,
2: for reasons. I would give her a seven as well, and, yeah. and and like the reason I say that is because like um. I, I, for the most part, I think she gets um a bad rap for for like the way she is and like the way she, that she thinks and like I, it, obviously it's like it's one of those things where it's like um i'm I'm more of a person who's like um you know like tell me why why do you feel this way, and the reason why she goes in that way is because like um her family history with aliens and it's like um mm-hmm. it's just one of those re- like she has a legit reason to the way she is and like um in the way that she's like apprehensive towards aliens, but like she's like there's there's a scene in Mass Effect One where it's like um there's like actual protesters like going around and saying like fuck the aliens fuck the aliens we don't want them on the Citadel even though like technically like the humans should be like aliens in that place but whatever um and like they were like actual protesters like going against them and like Ashley is like one of the if you bring Ashley with you she's one of the people who's like hey fuck this stop this shit like this this shit should be hate speech like I have my issues with the aliens but like this is not like something that like um you know like we need to like do pitch and like. You know, burn crosses and crap like that, but, like...
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah,
2: like, she, yeah go ahead. She's not, she bad, yeah, she's, she's not as bad... Yeah, she's not. she does. She has
0: character growth. Okay, I'll give she, her a three. She's, she's kind
2: of... Yeah, <laughs> she's kind of bad in three, though. And that's like three,
1: honestly. I don't really remember. Once again, I don't yeah. remember much of three because I burned through it so fast.
0: <laughs> Kaden, the Ken doll, Alenko.
1: <laughs> one. For being a dumb, whiny bitch who died in the first game. <laughs> oh, my
2: God. I, honestly, Kaden is, like, one of the black holes in... In my mass Effect lore, like I, I just don't care, and like I never I I've, don't either. <laughs> I, I've never seen him pass Vermeyer. honestly. I've never seen that, <laughs> <No>. so
0: <laughs> as playing a female chef and and romancing him, I'll give him like a six. Like, he's just very boring, he's just very white bread, you know what I mean? White <laughs> bread boy, yeah, he's 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 very basic, bitch. yeah. Um, he's nice, you know, yeah, but he's he's that guy who you go on a few dates with but you break up because he's just like just boring and there's yeah. nothing there really like he's nice yeah
1: <laughs> I feel
2: you uh
0: what was your guys' official score for you said one. Oh, I said one yeah I said one too I just never said one okay. <laughs> <laughs> Liara to Sony um I never
1: romanced her but she's cool as shit so I'd give her like a seven five eight. 5 8
2: okay <laughs> I, I'd, probably, I'd give her like <sighs> uh, the, uh no, because like, there's only two characters I think are 10s. And, like, I think Liara is, like, she's the the, the closest to a 10. So I, I would say I'll give her a 9. 9? Um, nine. Yeah, because, like, I think she her through line is very, very good. Um, it kind of fucks up a little bit on Mass Effect 2 until you get to Shadow Broker. Um, yeah. Because, like, she's just kind of just there and, like, she looks super weird and I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, yeah, like, um, as far as, like, a through line of a character, I think she's one of the best ones.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: um i'd give her a seven okay
2: you're wrong
1: but
3: okay she's
0: she's just not one of my favorites i don't know she's she's a little too dark a little too like i don't know okay. she's she's okay though she's okay I, I i see her more as like just a friend yeah. yeah i don't know um also in the first one you can have sex with the asari consort uh shiara Sh- yeah, or was it shiara shiara
2: i forgot about that
0: um, I forgot about her. I never, di- I never did that. Yeah. So. I don't think
2: I did either. It's so dramatic too. Is like you, <laughs> like you hug for a second, and then like she just puts her hands against the w- the window, and then like it just like breaks the scene. After that, it's weird.
0: That is weird. That is
2: weird. I don't like that at all.
0: <laughs> no, I'm glad I never went there. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna give it a zero. Yeah, I never zero. did it. Hard pass. <laughs> it sounds, it sounds strange. <laughs> uh, moving on to Mass Effect Two. Okay. Miranda Lawson.
1: Ten out of ten for that booty.
0: Can I tell that, that, booty?
3: that booty, though. That,
0: like, ass
2: effect. Ass <laughs> effect. Like, like my, my best friend Katie, who's playing it right now, she's just like, he's sending me pictures of her booty. Because, like, there's, there's so many butt <laughs> shots of her. Like, oh, during the dialogue, she right? just, like, just pauses on her butt. And she just, because she loves butts. And, like, she's just like, oh, that booty, though. And, like,
1: <laughs> right? Like, there's, like, Miranda, like, also has a very trying, like, emotional past. Mm-hmm. But, it that booty man <laughs> 10 out of 10
2: 10 out of 10 booty i i thought you were going to go into the the, the topic about her father where it's that's kind of like unsatisfying in that Three, where it kind of just like oh there he is um that that through line was kind of like the week but like yeah um mm-hmm. I, I like the r- i'm doing this i'm doing this strictly on aesthetics my man yeah, i'm not i, I'm I, not- I, I got you <laughs> i got you but like um um but moraine is cool like um uh, she was never really my um, type of person, so like um, probably like a six, I would say. She's what I always wanted Ashley to be, like actually interesting. Yeah, yeah. So,
0: I'd would g- give her an eight. I like Miranda a lot. Yeah. She's she's uh, been through a lot. She has a, has a good personality. She's like tough but also sweet. You know what I mean? I I like her. Mm-hmm. Um, Tally is next. Tally Zora. Vas Normandy. I wonder.
2: I wonder what <laughs> uh yeah, raining. Uh, ten out of ten, baby. Um, like you can't. Like, like I said, I there's there's I have I've never played them ship up to Mass Effect three because I can't because it, I I have to end that with Tally every time. I <laughs> I just I can't do it any other way. It, like it, it means so much to me. It's literally one of my favorite moments of video games. It's like this my relationship with tally just in general through all three games so
1: yeah that's fair that's fair jessica what was your rating
0: what was my rating for tally Mm -hmm. i'd also give her an eight i think she i I like her character a lot yeah maybe a nine i I haven't given a nine yet so i felt like that was really high but i really like tally so maybe eight or nine
1: I, Hmm. i i would like tally if i played with her more i always just kind of ignored her and i don't know why Because like I like
0: I like the Corian guest I like Like, that's that's kind of why I really liked her as a character.
1: I like the idea behind that, and so like again when I do my next playthrough, like I'm gonna focus on Tally because I always liked the idea of her character. I just never utilized her for some reason. Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, Sorry, Nabushin.
3: Oh, you're fine,
0: dude. Uh, Next. Um,
1: So yeah, I would say like around the same as Liara. Yeah. Like I find her really interesting, but I don't know enough about her to put her any higher than like a seven five.
0: Yeah. Uh, next up is Jack
2: dude we
1: like, haven't
0: talked about Jack at all yet which is interesting because she's kind of a bigger character uh, is she like I don't know she, I don't know. she gets a lot
2: better in 3 dude
1: yeah she's, mm-hmm. just, she's she, way better she gets a three.
0: lot better in 3 like her involvement with like the kids and stuff yeah, like that in like, the biotic school
1: that redeemed everything about her in 2 because yeah, 2 same. I found her really fucking annoying Thing. she's um, just
0: she's a very moody character exactly she is
1: she's she's the edge lord of the game of the series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, i personally i she's would the give reaper her and vincent valentine in the series
0: <laughs> uh vincent valentine's not i don't i he's wouldn't a, say.
1: he's the edge lord of the series yeah
0: he is the edge lord of the series yeah. you're right
1: so is reaper and overwatch <laughs> so
0: um i would give her honestly like like a five yeah um because she's interesting she's an interesting character but she's just like not my style, like I wouldn't go for her. I know some people really like her. Yeah. um, she's just a little too angry for yep. me, but I do think I get how like the relationship between her being a very angry person and like Shepard kind of healing her like that's mm. kind of a nice relationship dynamic, yeah, but not not for me,
1: yeah, same here i would I would give her the exact same rating, five like what I could take or leave jack uh as a yeah. character entirely honestly, yeah. I have no strong opinion. She's a
0: different kind of character, you yeah. know, because there's a lot of she's. I don't really think that there's any character that's kind of similar in personality to her.
2: Yeah.
3: No. Mm.
0: So,
2: um, I would give her a five, but then, um, I remember a good scene with her in the Citadel DLC where, um, if you're a master, obviously, um, where like uh, she puts a tattoo on your back, um, and she just tells the story about like, um, going out to like, um, um, like one of the battles out there, and like she couldn't find one of her students, and like, um, she got really concerned and like really worried about it. Um, and then, like, she was saying, like, I'm, I'm putting this tattoo on your back, and, like, um, just so someone could recognize you, you could see her getting, like, really emotional about it, and, like, you just give her a hug. It's, like, all that sweet. So, I'll, I'll yeah. give her, like, a, I'll give her, like, a six. Same as Miranda.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's no, that's, fair. that's a fair rating. She, and, like, I say she's angry, and, like, I don't want to be, like, super dismissive, because, like, she has every reason to be. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, she right. had a really shitty, awful life. Yeah. But it's, like, one of those things to where it's, like, because of that, it just, I wasn't able to, like, really like, I, feel like I she was a like, viable romance option. I
1: felt like she was the friend I could never help. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know they're struggling, and you're just like, I can't. I can try to be there for you, but I can't help you as much as I would like. That's yeah. how I felt about Jack. <laughs>
0: um. Next up is Jacob Taylor, who's Ooh. honestly, like, he's... <laughs> his- he just doesn't have, like, is where I feel like they gave Miranda a lot more personality for them both being the <laughs> Cerberus oper- Yeah, they're both Cerberus <laughs> operatives. Yeah. Um, and I feel like they just put so much more emphasis on Miranda as a character than yeah. they did Jacob to where Jacob just kind of was tossed wayside. Jacob is—he's a cutie.
1: Jacob, there's okay. There's a Caden right. in every game. Jacob, <laughs> Jacob, is the Jacob was the game's Caden. Thank yeah. you. Oh
0: my god, <laughs> he was.
2: <laughs> We're right here.
0: And so for that, I'm gonna give him the exact same rating as Caden. Yeah, um uh, Though war. instead of white bread, he's uh like a, a nice dark rye. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I feel that. Uh,
1: but
0: yeah, it was the same. He's a six.
2: Yeah. Uh, Jacob is a fucking zero out of ten for me because he's a fucking <laughs> dirtbag. He's a fucking piece of shit. I oh, fucking no. hate Jacob every fiber <laughs> of Damn. my being. Mass Effect three, you romance him in two, you go on Mass Effect three, and like he's like, oh, it's been six months. Sorry, I, I met this other girl, and oh, we're gonna have a kid now. So like, fuck you, oh, shit.
3: That fucking
2: happens in that game, which is a great thing to have in a game. But fuck that character <laughs> because of that. Oh my god, I fucking I didn't- hate Jacob. Yeah,
1: fuck Jacob. That's uh, funny. He's the oh, most man. boring piece of shit in Mass Effect 2. Um,
0: See, I never romance him, so I never like got that. I was always just like, oh, happy for you, Jacob. Cool. Yeah. But yeah. I didn't think about the fact that if you like, romanced him, that's super fucked up.
1: I didn't use him in my party as as soon as I got another team member.
2: Zai, <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll do.
1: Yeah. Like, literally anyone else, please. <laughs> Jump on board. <laughs>
0: next, next up is Garrus.
2: I mean,
1: obviously. Garrus Vakarian. 10 out of 10. 10.
0: 11.
2: Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Garrus is ten out of ten. Um, he's yeah. he's fucking amazing. Like, um, yeah, like, like every scene with him in Mass Effect three. Like, like I said, Mass Effect three Garrus is like god tier as far as like relationships. I was just <laughs> gonna say god tier. I was just <laughs> gonna say.
0: No. Yeah, no, he is incredible. He is like I think he's the best voice acted character yeah. oh, the voice is just perfect he's so charming he's so kind like he he just feels like such a real character like i didn't know before playing mass effect that i could ever be like attracted to this giant bird alien man but here we are today
2: mm-hmm. like my best <laughs> friend right now is playing mass effect 2 um after the series, <laughs> thought- and like she she's totally into Garrus, and i'm like fuck yeah and like oh, i just can't wait till her to he's to the perfect i cannot i wait.
1: I thought you were just going to say my best friend is a giant bird alien
0: person. <laughs> it's a giant bird alien person.
2: <laughs> I'm
1: like, all right, man. Uh, you must me, really hook, like this series.
0: Hook me up with that number. <laughs> Am I right?
1: No. <laughs> we're trying to hit on people that don't exist, especially aliens, you weirdo.
0: Um, oh, now, I once again, l- a reminder I for the Garris. audience, we're
1: dating, and you're supposed to get married.
0: <laughs> I mean, we'll, we'll get married, honey, but I'm just telling you, if Garrus shows up, game over.
1: That's fair. <laughs>
0: Oh uh, but yeah. I love him. I love Garrus. He's one of my all-time favorite video game characters. Um yep. just just such a good guy. He um is. Thane is next. Thane.
1: We haven't talked about Thane at all either. No, yet. we
0: haven't. Oh. And honestly, Thane to me is like a nine. I fucking love I Thane. I love
2: Thane too. Thane's I really good. do. He's really good. Like, Thane. it was so weird when I first played it too, and when I, was like, man, I was like, "Who is this character?" Like, I didn't really like him at first, but then, like, you know, it's one of those like when you like taught him a lot and like actually get the depth of that character. It's like, oh, he's so good. He's
3: so
0: good. Oh, yeah. you gotta play out his story. His yeah. story is really good, and it's so tragic too. Mm-hmm. And honestly. That's the reason why I don't romance him is because I'm like, honestly, Thane is going to pass away. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's really unfortunate and really sad. And I really do like him a lot. And like as you build that relationship and, and like get to the point where basically you choose like, hey, am I going to go for Thane or am I going to back off? Um, but like all of like the flirtation and stuff is super sweet. He's just such a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Um but he's
1: the DILF of the series.
0: He is. Oh, my gosh. He's such a DILF. You're <laughs> right. Um, but, of course, I have to go with the the young, hot Garrus. Um, but, no, Thane, Thane's such a good guy. But, yeah, yeah he unfortunately he passes away in the third one because he oh, wow. has a terminal illness. S-
1: spoilers. Yeah, Thane, but I, I, I good, really uh, love him. 8
2: for
3: me.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah I'd give him, like, an 8.5.9. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and then we have kind of, like, our uh, smaller ones, like Kelly Chambers, Samara. And, oh, wait. Uh, Kelly Chambers. Yeoman Chambers, right. Mm-hmm. Morinth. Yeah. Morinth. Can't remember her. I don't care
1: about any of those. <laughs> like just mm-hmm. if we're gonna be completely honest, I don't give a shit about anybody yeah. who's not in my party.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's kinda how I feel too. I have to go with a party member. Yeah, I think yeah. the only game where I don't is like Dragon Age Inquisition. I always go with Colin, even though he's not in your party, and oh, yeah. I wish he was.
1: I think I tried banging Yaoman chambers just because she's like super easy.
3: Oh, <laughs> heck, I, don't, yeah. I, don't,
1: I don't think I actually get went through with it. <laughs> I think Miranda showed up, or uh, Ashley showed up. I was like, "Shit." <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: that's all of them for the the second one. Third yeah. one. Um, obviously, so Miranda, Tally, Jack, uh, Ashley comes back. Uh, Steve Cortez. What the, is the fuck is there?
1: that? He is. Oh, uh, he's 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 okay. Yeah, he's fucking uh, Caden number three. Right? No, he's no, not. Actually, no,
2: no, 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 no. Do not wait, wait. do not be smirched, no. Steve Cortez, like that, sir. <laughs> I honestly don't know who that is. Who the fuck is
1: No,
0: Steve he's Cortez? he's one of the pilots on the Normandy Two. I didn't know he, that. He, <laughs> he's,
2: he's down um in the garage area with um, James Vega. James Vega is the Caden of that game.
1: Oh, okay. That's yeah. That's Caden Three. That's right. Okay.
0: Yeah. I say uh, fucking. What is it? Uh, what is the Caden 3's name? Yeah,
1: J- he just said it. Oh, James. James. Oh, okay. Yeah, James I, I totally. I was
0: adjusting my earbud, <laughs> yeah, so I James, totally missed yeah, that. Yeah, James, yeah James. He's like just the muscle, like meathead guy. Yeah. Um so and then there's Thane which you can uh you Ter- can do terminally he, bang. Yeah, he ends up dying. <laughs> uh Samantha Trainer. Uh Garris, should, which Garris is best. You boy. should look
2: up Trainer's um, romance. Hers is shit is pretty good actually. I don't know who Lisa? that is either. Uh she's the She's the calm. She's the new Kate she's- Kelly of that game. Um she yeah. she's the young. Oh okay. Of that game. Yeah. Uh, okay.
0: Um, into, I think we pretty much because like most of these are just like either minor ones or ones from earlier games. Because, yeah, there's Caden again, mm-hmm. uh, Kelly Chambers is back, Liara, uh, Diana Allers, or Allers who is Jessica Chobot. Yep, <laughs> God, I don't, I don't I, know
2: who that is either. I, I, I'll,
0: <laughs> <I> I'll, <laughs> she's the news network lady. All there, there, oh,
2: right, there's a great moment in Mass Effect 3 where like, um, oh God, what was it? It was, um, I just did um, Kasumi's um, mission in um, in Mass Effect Three, where she shows up and like, because she was like the first person you see when you like go to the Citadel, and she's like, "Okay, well, I'll see you on the Normandy, or I'll see you later." And like, I I went to my ship because I didn't know like, I didn't know I thought I thought she was a a party member after that point, so I was like, I ran around my entire ship. Oh, like, oh, Kasumi must be invisible. Like, I'll see her later somewhere (laughs) on my ship, (laughs) and I never saw her again. Like, oh. And like, I love that justification to yourself. She must be invisible. <laughs> yeah, because like um, Diana Alice, I think it was in her room or something like that. And I was like, Why, mm-hmm. why are you here? Why are you taking up a room?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> that made
1: me
2: so mad. God,
1: I'm gonna f-
0: go to the Citadel, and drop her ass off. I
1: forgot, Job- I forgot, Jobot was in that game. Yeah. yeah,
0: no, people were like, it was a huge deal. Yeah. People were super upset because she was still working for was she with IGN at the time? Yes. she had to have been. Yeah. She was yeah. with IGN at the time, and people were saying, "Oh, because she got offered a voice acting role in Mass Effect, she's going to give it like a super favorable score and like integrity and like yeah." Just I'm, I people. Wonder
1: who, I, I'm gonna look. I'm. Why you guys are talking? I'm gonna look, see who Google are who reviewed it for IGN. It was Colin. Oh, she didn't
0: even review it. She.
1: It, what was it, Colin? Yeah
0: yeah okay. i say she didn't review the game um oh, and like yeah, that I was another that. thing too is she was like yes i love this game and yes i'm in it but i'm not even i'm not reviewing it um and like i genuinely just really love this series too yeah um yeah, we but well, yeah no it was a huge deal people were like questioning ign's integrity which i know yeah. that happens weekly so it's not mm-hmm. you
1: yeah know. yeah cause, i mean i mean you gotta question their integrity when they clearly get paid to do good reviews yeah right? clearly <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, yeah, and then then the other it was Colin, you right. The Good other call. three are um, Javik, Samara, and James Vega. James Vega is just, like, worse Caden. Like, he's, like, a four. Because he's yeah, just he's, musclehead.
1: He's, yeah, he's he's fucking Caden three.
0: Yeah. Mm. But he's, like, even worse, though, because his whole thing is just, like, i got to be tough. and like a uh, big, tough, yeah. strong boy.
1: <laughs> you right. He literally does like, pull-ups while you're talking like if to him.
0: if <laughs> he were... Played by an actual person in like a live action thing, it'd be like fucking Channing Tatum or something. Oh,
1: gross! Yeah, you know,
0: it's just like no a human thumb. <laughs> like Caden would at least be like, I don't know. I can't think of like any like people who kind of fit that bill oh, right yeah. now. I'm like well, totally he's drawing the a blank. Most
1: basic fucking human. In the world. He's like if Michael Sarah was like. Uh, in he's the not like Michael Sarah.
0: Jesus. <laughs> Like military. Michael Sarah's the most awkward human on earth, he'd be playing fucking like Morden.
1: Dude, that's actually really good casting.
0: <laughs> but no, like Caden would definitely be I'm trying to think of like fucking a good <sighs> pick for Caden, but I can't think of anybody. But just like your generic like brown hair like my mind goes to Luke Wilson, but that's an awful choice. That's I don't know a why. choice. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, but just Is it? I don't know. Is it James
2: Vega um <laughs> Pregnant <Pretty laughs> Jr.? Oh, shit, oh my god! I be. think he
0: might be. I think you're totally. I think you're right. I think I he's
2: um, James Vega, and I think he's also Iron Bull and um, Dragon Age Inquisition. He is.
1: He Iron is Bull.
0: Iron Bull. I think. He, I think you're right. I think he is uh, Vega, which is so funny because like he doesn't physically look like either of those characters, <laughs> like at all. Like you would not think that he would voice them. You, you
1: really, he doesn't look like a giant minotaur man. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Shocking.
0: But he's just not like a big buff yeah, guy. Not. Yeah, you know it is I pretty mean? French
1: junior. Yeah, mm. weird. But, weird. I learned something today. I don't like it
0: um <laughs> i don't like it
1: um so retract the info that was 30 minutes of us <laughs> rating everyone. yeah so let's get to the like the actual question are we gonna beat alex's uh we might i'm oh actually kind of worried
3: we oh my god um <laughs>
1: so all right let's so,
3: talk about relationship
0: the question
1: we asked everyone this week was what's the hardest thing you and a loved one have been through together and how did you get through it this is a very big question
0: and we always have our guest um, take the bullet and start. So you're up, because no we, <laughs> we hate our guests. We want them to feel uh, super unwelcome yeah. on this program. Never come back. <laughs> <laughs> so all all the pressure goes on you first. Yeah, that's no
2: problem. Um, this actually happened uh, at the beginning of this year. Actually, pretty recently. Um, uh, it, it's and it's something that I actually haven't really talked about it on um like on air at least. Uh like my podcast makes no about it, but like no one else really knows about it. But like um uh so like my best friend um my best friend Mark um me he got married to um my best friend Katie um and like uh we were roommates for a, a good while like um god like it, we were roommates about like 6 years ago or something like that and like uh, that's before they were married and like he you were know, just dating at the time and like uh, we all lived together for like a good year. Um, had a really good relationship about that and then like um uh then i left to go to japan then i came back went to maryland then i came back to uh, where i live at again um and then like um they got married they got to a house and everything like that so in the beginning of this year um they kind of just dropped the bomb on me like um like hey we're we're getting a divorce um which is like pretty sucky because like you know like mark has been my best friend since um the sixth grade um and like um you know we just played video games together He's just like one of my best friends it's, it's just one of those things and like katie um um she's uh mark started dating her around like 2010 i believe and like um you know like at first it was like oh you're just the best friend girlfriend so you know like Hey, hi, hello. You know, like that's the awkward mm. relationship. But like, Katie's like one of the coolest people I ever met. So like, um, we just like instantly became friends because like, you know, we're big Disney fans. We like don't blue movies, and we like we're like really nerdy about that stuff. And like, um, I even got her kind of into cosplay and going to conventions and stuff like that. So like, she got she's become a really big um cosplayer now. Um, and like, uh, you know, we just developed a good friendship from that um so like they both became my best friends and then when they eventually got married and like um i was at their wedding um it was like one of like the most fulfilling moments in my life um seeing those two together because you know like it's it was like one of those things where it's like um um like one like because it's kind of weird like um one of the reasons why i moved out was because like um um i didn't want to um it, it's it's, real, it's weird to say, but, like, I didn't want to, like, bank... I didn't want to put my heart out for that relationship to, like, um be to forever. Because, like, if they broke up, it would, it would destroy me, <laughs> which it actually yeah, kind of did. Yeah. Um, So, like, uh, when they got married, like, you know, that was me putting, like, my full heart into it. it. was like, I love you both. This is, like, a one-unifying thing. Like, we're best friends, and, like, we're the trio. It was always a thing. We had, like, a text message straight that calls us the trio. Um, and I love that. I love that with all my heart. Um, so at the beginning of this year, um, um, they got a divorce. And, um, you know, it it wasn't one of those things where it's like, uh, Mark cheated on her or Katie cheated on him. It was like a mutual thing. It was like, oh, we just kind of drifted from each other. So it was like, it's very, it's very, it's it's very healthy. It's a very healthy breakup. Um, and like she pretty much, um, like let Mark keep the house and everything. Um, Uh, he's even taking care of her cats until like she can eventually like get her own place whenever because she's staying with her grandparents and like um it's very mutual very fine very safe um she has a new boyfriend now so like she's doing fine um and mark um uh marcus is kind of alone right now um just like trying to figure out what he wants to do with everything um and it's been it's been a struggle it's been a struggle all of 2018 honestly like it's like one Mm. of the biggest struggles i've had because like um um it's it's hard to like try to be like a guy who wants his best friends to always be happy and like goes the extra miles to make them happy like um like cause I, I like I love like if you're special to me like I, I treat you very special um like mm-hmm. um like when I bought my PS3 my PS4 Pro um I pretty much just gave them my PS4 just because like hey you guys don't have a PS4 you can just have it and like they were like you don't have to do that you idiot i'm like i'm like shut the fuck up you're my best friends like i don't care (laughs) Uh, uh just take it and they were accepting of it and it's like it's just it's just like one of those things where um i care about them both and like um like pretty much where it's been that now was like um like i haven't seen mark since um like i haven't seen mark in probably like four months now um yeah, like, um, he streams constantly, like, he streams Overwatch every once in a while, and, like, I catch him on there, um, I talk to him on there, and, like, we, we joke around, we have fun, and, and, and like, anytime I stream, he's, like, um, some, I to pop into, we just talk a little bit there, and, um, I've seen Katie, like, a couple of times now, like, maybe, like, uh, three or four times, um, thought her new boyfriend, and, like, obviously, she's going through Mass Effect right now, so, like, she wanted me to be part of that, so, like, I go to her grandparents' place and, like, um, meet them, um, and we have a good time as far as that, but, like, um, it's kind of hard uh, right now with me because, like, um, um, like my best friends were like a, a huge part of my ad- identity of, of who mm-hmm. I am. Um, as far as like how I can just love something and like it's always there, and even though it still is there, is it's just not the same anymore. So, like, mm-hmm. it is just an everyday thing I'm going through. Um, uh, like, no, I,
0: absolutely. I mean, it makes sense that sucks. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's hard to go through that.
2: Yeah, like um, I should really go see Mark. Like I, I, I haven't seen him in months, and I just need to go and see him. But like, it's 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 just like a struggle right now, especially because I'm about to mm-hmm. travel and like um like I'm like I, I'm dedicating to like going to actually going to see him after um I come back from um mm-hmm. KF prom. But like um yeah, this that's just what I'm going through right now. <laughs> but like um yeah. every, I'm just living it through day by day, and like um you know like they they're still my best friends, and like it's not like uh. I'm choosing between them or I have to choose between one of them. They're never even, they're not even like remotely even putting, put me in that position. Cause they know like how much it affected me as much as it affected them. So like, um, yeah, they're, they're being great about it. I'm trying to do my best to be great about it for them, be the, the guy that they need, if, if they ever need anything. So yeah, that's kind of where I am right now.
0: You're a really good friend. I yeah. mean, that's, that's ha- has to be incredibly hard for them. And it sucks. Cause like, I mean, you guys were such a tight unit, you yeah. know, and mm. having to adjust to those changes and, you know, how you talk to them and, and, you know, talking like together and like what you guys used to do. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's a lot to go through. Uh, I mean, it's it... good that they're doing so well. Mm. Yeah. yeah,
1: I mean, it's it's good that they're they're functioning independently of each other and they seem to be doing well. It's just it's also hard because like you're kind of in the middle. I mean, even if they're not putting you in the middle, mm-hmm. I'm sure you feel in the middle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So. That's, yeah, I mean, that's not easy. Um, So I get that. I totally get that. Um, I've had friends that dated and, I mean, they obviously didn't get married. um, So it's way different. But, I mean, the closest thing I can, you know, compare it to is, I mean, two of my best friends dated. And when they broke up, they both texted me that day. And, you know, the one who dumped the other one was like, Hey, we just broke up, and the other one was like, Hey, you probably already heard I got dumped. I'm just like, Oh, yeah, and like they did it for a while. And I think that's like I said, that's the closest comparison I have, but obviously, that's way different than being married. But it's hard being stuck in the middle of that. That sucks Mm -hmm. because you want to be supportive of both of them, but you feel like you're betraying the other one if you do, yeah, totally, Uh, especially if it's, I mean, in in a sense, like it's a good thing that you know, Katie and Mark that had, and you know a fairly amicable divorce and separation and that everything is like you know what like you said it wasn't like bad like a blowout or anything like that mm-hmm. it's hard when it is a blowout <laughs> yeah. you know so now nah, i feel you i feel you mm. so what about you jess
0: um so i'm just delaying mine as long as possible <laughs> <laughs> So, once again, an obvious answer for all of these is always like Andrew cuz like you've been around for like what? Like a decade now. Yeah. And so like you've helped me through a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm actually I want to go with my dear friend Taylor Latham, um, who I absolutely It's adore. not her last name. Oh my god, I always Oh my god, I always call <laughs> wow. her Taylor cuz that's just how I know her. But it's Taylor Rupel now. I'm just uh, just a shitty friend, honestly. Garbage. Taylor Rupel. Um, i'm sorry taylor i'm sorry i suck so much if you listen to this um she probably no, didn't make I mean... it this far into the podcast <laughs> <laughs> she probably is like jesus jessica this is two hours like what the fuck it's not that long yet not that long yet yeah. um but anyway taylor but taylor so i mean last year was really sucky for me a lot of like just life changes as far as um you know moving to california and just uh, just, just lots of things that i've talked about before um and throughout the whole thing taylor was just such a she was going through so much of her own stuff too like i mean she was she got married last year um she was going through kind of like Finding out what she wanted to do for a living You know she was mm. she was in a master's program and then she Ended up leaving because she just she realized like I don't like do it like I thought that I wanted To do this my whole life and then as soon as she Started doing it um, she was like I Don't like this and so she had to kind of change Her life plans um, and just, She was going through so much um, and even Earlier this year she, she's been going through lots of changes And different things but the whole time She's always just been there for me um, Just making an effort even though you know Obviously we don't live in the same state anymore to Like text me and, and just say what's up and sending me memes and, and just always being sweet. Um, you know, whenever, you know, something really big that happened last year was obviously, um, we ended up, you know, sub trendy kind of fell apart. Um, and after that happened, she was always just like, Hey, you know, I'm here. Um, if you need me, um, just very like loyal and good. and, And, and she's just such a good friend. You know, when you think about like the type of person that you want to have as a friend, um, you really just can't do better than Taylor. She's Really good person. She's, all right. she's <laughs> high. She's um No, I love I, Taylor. I adore her. She's, I also, she's such a sweetheart. I
1: also love Taylor. Um, she's she's our little goblin queen. <laughs> she's our um, goblin queen. That's a self-inflicted name. I, I'm not <laughs> trying to be mean. She calls herself that. Um, so, yeah, she's, she's a goblin. She's one
0: of those people, too. It's like, and this is something that I love, is she's just whenever we would hang out, you know, she'll just come over and she would spend the night and she's the type of person where we can just both sit in the bed and both have a laptop on our laps playing like darkest dungeon or some shit, or like watching some show on like, you know, or some spooky movie. Um, We'll go do our, you know, 11 PM or midnight McDonald's run for chicken nuggets. Dank nugs. (laughs) I get them dank (laughs) McDonald's nugs. You can just, you can just be yourself. Like you don't have to like put effort into interacting. It's just such like a natural you know, like we can just hang out and it's all good. Yeah. You know, and I, and I love having people who are there. Like she, and it was so funny. It's like, so she's like really big into like, uh, like she Weird like makes shit. chicken. No, no, no. Well, I mean that too. But like, I was thinking she makes like a lot of chicken noodle soup and like soups and herby stuff. Oh yeah. And like, she like, makes really good mashed potatoes. She, she makes really good comfort food. Oh my God. I want Taylor like her soup like stuffed now. chicken and so Like, oh my gosh. So, but Taylor as a person is like comfort food. Yeah. <laughs> and just getting a very strange look she's just very familiar no. <laughs> and sweet and warm i no, she is no i get that she's no. the comfort food of humans yeah you don't have to
1: despite not having a soul Taylor's good for one
0: yes you know? exactly yeah good for the soul
1: yeah despite um her lack she's of yeah. she's the best yeah she's she's all right
0: so andrew how about you yeah.
1: mine is, i mean like jessica said mine is kind of mine's I mean, the the obvious and easy answer is jessica um <laughs> Because, yeah, it's been a fucking decade somehow. Um, and that's been great. And she's, I mean, obviously, she's she's helped me do literally everything. Cause How I'm am I?
0: Is it, what's my rating as a romance choice in your I mean, life? you like, what, what like did a, I rank Caden as? Uh, six.
1: No, I didn't rank Caden as a six. There's oh, no a fucking zero. Way. Oh, okay. Okay, so you're like a 1.5. Okay, cool. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, mine is... I mean, aside from Jessica, because, like I said, that's way too fucking easy and boring at this point. I mean, you guys have listened to maybe 11 episodes of us just talking about each other, which is dumb. Um, mine is my sister, um, who I don't give nearly enough credit to, um, because she's my sister. Uh, she's literally been around my entire life.
0: And sisters are gross and icky. Well, uh, yeah, my sister's.
1: Yeah, exactly. My sister is older than me, so I've literally known her my entire life. Um, and. My sister, I don't give her enough credit for being as supportive as she is and as caring. Like she calls me on the regular, and I don't like talking on the your phone. Your sister
0: calls me on the regular, like because that's how. Supporting. I don't answer my phone. <laughs> no, also just to talk to me. Oh really? Yeah, I didn't know that. No, your sister texted me like in my phone a few days ago. Um, whenever we launched Slay, uh, I'm, I'm pulling this up because I just want to. She said uh caca, motherfuckers which is what one of the characters says in slay your podcast is awesome so far sound quality is great lots of dynamic vocals it's easy to tell the difference between people who are playing you are a natural and definitely have a voice for this um and i respond to something just nice and she's like i'll always root for you you make it easy though you're so talented and hard working and like that's the type of stuff that your sister like sends yep. like she went out of her way to listen to this podcast you know she's like such a busy person anyway and like mm. she's never played anD. i don't think yes like, she has. She's, oh she has
1: we've, we've literally played with her
0: we have yes
1: <laughs> Oh my god, I forgot.
0: I forgot about that. Um, so we played one time with her. Oh no, it was that time with like Zach and stuff like that, yeah, right? Okay, yeah. so I do remember it was that. One, it was one of those she that played you know, one. She she jumped in one time. Yeah. Um, but she went out of her way to listen to that, and like I'm I'm just, you know, her her brother's girlfriend. <laughs> like that's what I always feel like. I know yeah. it's more than that now, but like that's what and that's the type of stuff that she sends She's just such a supportive person. So I'm yeah. glad that you're shouting her out because she's incredible.
1: Yeah, I mean my my sister my sister's in the Air Force. She lives, leads an incredibly busy life. She's constantly working on eight million projects. She's a lot like Jessica in that regard,
0: um, but con- hers are like so cool.
1: <laughs> I mean, hers are like I'm gonna gar- I'm gonna like plant like 18 gardens and take. She's painting. like a
0: homeowner, a gardener. She mm-hmm. works for the military or like in she you know, takes the Air painting Force. classes. She's, she's fucking bonkers. Has traveled the world. Like she's just constantly like she yeah. she's like. She just does everything. Exactly. She's, in, she's incredible.
1: But she always takes the time out to call at least once a week and just say, little brother, how are you doing? Aww. And it's great because, like, I can vent to her in a way that, like, I can't, I can't vent to Jessica because Jessica hears all this, sh- like, all my complaints constantly. So, like, it's nice to be just, like, for somebody to not say, I know, like, this sucks because it impacts them. Like, you know, Jessica, uh, like, stuff that happens to me obviously impacts Jessica because we live together and we're so close. But, like, my sister can step back and just listen. And be like, that sucks, dude. And she tells me that all the time. And my sister has her own shit she's dealt with. Like, all of last year, she was dealing with a lot of bullshit and into this year. And when we moved, and when we made the decision to move, she was like, hell yeah, do it. I'm so proud of you. This is great. You don't take risks. Fucking do this. And she was so very supportive of of us and when we went when we moved we stopped and saw her in oklahoma where she lives and she like put us up for a few nights and planned all these awesome activities to get us because we were driving to get us out of the car and like hang out and like do stuff and it was so cool and like i said she just she calls me all the time to check in she's like hey how are your projects going hey how's your podcast hey how's jessica how's bruce like she fucking loves bruce um and she checks in on him
0: yeah, no, your sister is a great, great sister, great friend. Yeah. She's a really good person. I, I
1: don't give her enough credit because, like I said, I don't like talking on the phone. So, like, sometimes she'll call. I'm just like, I can't do this right now. Like, I, I'm i not emotionally prepared to talk <laughs> to anyone. Um, and But I always tr- – I try to answer. I try to be like, I'm just going to do it. Like, it's not that big of a deal. And I always I – mean, normally, almost always, I always end up having a good conversation with her. Um, whether it's her ranting about – stuff that's going on in her life or her just like listening to me she has been so incredibly supportive the last few years especially um with me trying to figure out what i want to do with my life and like i said meet with us moving and everything like that the wedding and stuff like that mm-hmm. she's been great she's dope chelsea you probably you i guarantee you didn't make it this far into the, <laughs> <of> the podcast <laughs> <laughs> um which is funny which is funny because like chelsea would love mass effect yeah she totally she would. would she's a huge like Skyrim is my like my sister. Whenever Skyrim came out, I asked her because she was at the, she was in the uh she was I think she was just in the military. I don't think she was in the academy yet. And so she like she had a bunch of guys around her who had Xboxes and stuff like that. It's like, have you played Skyrim? She's like, no, I won't let myself do it because I know I'll get sucked into it.
0: I remember one of the things. So I mean, because you associate like what's so funny is you and i both have sisters who are fairly nerdy like erica's a nerd too and so erica wants to be a police officer and your sister is in the military and obviously those professions you can get a lot of shit because there's a lot of issues with both of those Uh. you know yeah exactly like and there's just a lot of corruption and a lot of shittiness (laughs) in the military and in uh, law enforcement um but you have erica and chelsea who are both like they both go into the, like to these, like recognizing these problems and they're both like, yes, but I want to help fix it and be a good one. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like both like with Chelsea, I remember asking like, so why? Cause I, I have my own views on certain parts of the military and there's a lot that I don't agree with. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, so why, why did you want to join the air force? And she's like, it's like the closest that you can get to like, being a knight in modern times yes. and, like being she- and like being like in lord of the rings like, like i remember her telling me that and i was just like that's such a fucking nerdy ass answer and i love it yeah she's like she's like this is like the my like the version of like being in the rebellion in star wars or like serving in lord of the rings or yeah. something like that and i was just like i guess that's fair that's like, such a that's fucking dork. and i
1: wish she i wish she embraced it more but i know that she doesn't because she would get sucked into it and then like her garden would fall apart and she would cry for days <laughs> yes. um so yeah, like, Chelsea's a fucking dork. I love her. Yeah. She's stupid. Uh,
0: she's great. Yeah, but now I remember when she told me that answer. It was many, many years ago, and I was just like, wow. She's, like, really cool. Like, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that answer, but, like, that's really cool. Um, but, yeah. yeah. So, shout out to those people, Um, you know, helping us get through all of our issues. Mm. Um, Yeah. It's Friends been a good. good long episode. We probably <laughs> beat Alex's now. I think huh? we have. I think I think we have. have. So now tomorrow house. when you record with him, Nabashen, you can just be like, hey, guess what? Beat you, motherfucker.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally will. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, good. good.
0: Um,
1: um Okay, let's jump into reader responses.
0: Oh yeah. Oh my god, we still have to yeah, do that. Yeah, we're not Shit. done yet. Shit. Okay, okay. <laughs> let's do those real quick.
1: Yeah, we're gonna fly through these. Okay, first one. Um When I was diagnosed with panic disorder, it wasn't easy for myself or my fiance. All my thoughts went to the thoughts of me having a serious illness or that I'll die. It was one of the lowest moments in my life. It's not easy when your partner in crime is constantly worried that uh, they are going to die from an illness. Luckily, my fiance is my rock, and I know for a fact that I wouldn't be alive today without her because I wouldn't have been able to get through that alone. I'm taking meds now for my anxiety and depression. I'm the luckiest guy in the world that I have her. Sent from my iPhone. Um, It's good good mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um i can i relate hard to this yeah um i know just you do too mm-hmm. um i'm telling you you really are. <laughs> <laughs> i know you do no
0: i mean that's something what's so funny is like i was thinking about this yesterday when i was driving home and it's like i feel like not to rat all of my close friends out but all of the people <laughs> i'm really close to in life all have um are fighting some sort of like mental disorder um you know like i like andrew has, has had you know like depression issues with depression. Um, you know, one of my really good friends, uh, major issues with anxiety. Um, I have another friend, I have, I have a couple friends because, because we just like find each other. Apparently I have two female friends who both have bipolar disorder. Um, and I do as well. Um, you know, I have a friend last year who struggled extremely hard with depression. Um, you know, like, and I, I I surround myself with that, with these types of people. And I think the reason why is, and I mean, you're more likely to, to suffer from mental illness if you're a very empathetic person, Mm. because you feel so deeply. And those are the types of people who I love are the people who feel and who are empathetic and who are understanding. Um, But yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's like you kind of have to, uh, so I I do understand, you know, dealing with, with mental illness. I, I have it, I'm around people who do, and you just kind of have to build that strong support system, you know, it's, and, and we just rely on each other when one person's more down, you have to make sure you're the one, you know, it's, it's, it's always a give and take. And, um, I remember last year when I was, when I was talking to somebody who they were having a very, very, very hard year last year, um. And they were like, you know, I just feel like I'm just taking so much. Like, I feel like I offer nothing to friendships anymore. I feel like, um, you know, all all I do is I rely on other people and I'm just so miserable and down. And like, and I'm like, that's like, that's how it is sometimes. Like, it's not a bad thing because like there are times when it's, it's the total opposite. I'm like right now. You, you know, that's what you need. And that's why, and people are here for it. Nobody resents you for needing that. You know, mm-hmm. nobody resents you for being in this position right now. Um, you know, we just all want to make sure that you're okay and that we can help you and that we are there for you. That's what's important to me. You know, I, I don't need anything from you. That's not what friendship's about. It's about, you know, when you need help, I'm there for you. When I need help, you're there for me. Um, so yeah, it's, I, I understand the panic Not panic. I don't have panic disorder, but you know, Mental illness is a hell of a thing. And it's, it's a good thing that I have so many great friends and that, um, you know, when you have people who are there for you when you, you're suffering from something.
3: Yeah,
2: for sure.
1: Definitely. Okay. Uh, last one? Yeah, Yeah, we only had two, yeah, only think, had two right? responses. Um, so this one says The most difficult times in my life so far have been the times when I was without a job. It's not, if not for my friends and family who I care about very much, I wouldn't be able to make it through these trying times. So thank you. I. Yeah. I also get that really hard yeah. um, because I've been unemployed for extended period times it sucks it does and feel I mean I also have just really bad anxiety when it comes to applying for jobs and stuff mm-hmm. like that oh, so yeah. when the pressure when the pressure's on to like get a fucking job you know mm-hmm. it's it's worse
0: well I mean and like what I think about is last year when we moved we moved without having jobs yeah like we had a save, we had savings yeah um and we lived with my parents for like what two three months
3: three yeah Yeah.
0: um while we were looking for jobs and stuff like that and and getting situated and finding a place to live Mm -hmm. um and you know so many people are like oh man I would love to relocate to California but it's so difficult and like it is difficult. You know what I mean? And like we had, we, it was easy for us and, and that's because we got got to rely on our families, Mm -hmm. you know, or like, you know, my family in particular. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, having, when, when you're going through major life changes, like not having a job and being kind of unsure, it's like having family there for you and friends, friends to emotionally support you and family. I mean, like, like I said, for us, like literally they supported us. Like they, Mm -hmm. they gave us a room to stay in. Um, you know, we, we made sure to help out and, and do dishes and, and, you know, do what we could and, and earn our keep, but they, they put us up for three months and mm. it was incredible of them. And they, it made our dream of, you know, relocating to the West coast possible. Um, so hang in there, uh, person who wrote in and I'm glad that you, your family and friends are helping you out. For sure. So, and, and you'll find something. I know you will.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. Let's do this drawing. Okay. Navish, it is very late where you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. Do you have to work tomorrow morning? Oh, yeah. Oh, gross. Oh, okay, let's, okay. Let's hustle. So let's, yeah. Let's okay. I'm sorry, Navish. <laughs> oh, you're fine. Okay. <laughs> uh, the winner is the first one about the anxiety um, and their fiance being supportive. Awesome. So congratulations. Oh. We'll get in touch with you to get you your $10 gift card. Yep, yep. We have a few of those we need to send out. So
0: Yeah, we do because I need to get people's emails. Yeah. Um, okay.
1: So, yeah, we'll do that. Uh, Nabushin, anything you want to close out with? Where can people find you on the internet?
2: Uh you can find me on Twitter. Um, I am at Nabushin186, is N A B E S H I N 186. Um, I am also on Irrational Passions podcast. Um, every Friday we record live on youtubecom Irrational Passions. Um, and around uh, 730, uh Eastern Standard Time and like, um, do a little bit of bonus content. Do a bit of, let's get. Uh, right into the podcast. So if you enjoy stupidly long podcasts, um, <laughs> um, you know, check us out. Uh, you talk about video games and shit. It's cool. Um, nice. And I got this other side project thing that I do. Um, I don't really advertise it because it's mostly just a uh, an exercise for me. Because uh, you know, I I I have problems um, talking to people. I have social anxiety and stuff like that. So like, I try to like. Um, and, and and it's more of like um, it's more of a thing where I just like. I just want to just talk to people because, like, I, I enjoy having conversations and, like, having extended conversations just like this um, with people I enjoy talking to. So, like, I have a thing called Fresh Off the Dome on um, YouTube mm. called um, yeah. Fresh Off the Dome. And, like, um, it's just a topic-based podcast where we just um talk about what's ever fresh in our minds. And, like, like the idea of it is just, like, um there's no, there's no real setup to it. We just, like, just go in there and go and just, like, just talk mm. about the one thing until we're done talking about it um I, it's super fun I, I did an episode of that and i loved it i thought that was a lot of fun yeah
1: it was it was a blast
3: yeah i would love so, to go
1: just
2: yeah. later on probably eventually in the
1: future about something yeah yeah, oh. yeah. No, i
0: would love to See,
1: definitely check out fresh off the dome because I, it's really cool it's a really cool idea just like no prep just go with it
0: just free yeah, yeah. free form yeah like it's yeah
1: um we got breaking news
0: oh what's the breaking news uh
1: we literally just got an email response
0: Oh, did we? Yeah, so I'm going to read it
1: really fast just to say we did it. I don't want to throw this guy under the like – not, I'm not going to redo the drawing, but I'm just going to blow, blow through okay, the really Okay, okay, okay. Um, the day before 10th grade, my best friend Finn died. It was one of the most heartbreaking oh. things I've ever experienced, and it was totally unexpected. He was born with an enlarged heart, and one day it just burst, and that was that. I honestly don't think I could have gotten through it without my friends. My close friend group – there were about five of us – looked out for each other in the months that followed that horrific event. We made sure nobody got left behind, and it brought us together in a way that n- nothing before ha- ever had done. Finn loved playing paintball, and we actually went paintballing after he passed to preserve his memory. We left an open spot on our team, f- uh, on one of our teams for him. Paintballing is still hard to do to this day because it always reminds me of the bomb that him and I had. But the event b- brought my friend group closer than ever, and seven years later, we're all still very close with one, on- one another. Thanks, guys. Oh my god. I literally got that while you were talking, Navishin. Like my phone went lit up and that email came in. Oh so,
0: that's heartbreaking though. That's yeah. Terrible.
1: Yeah. And like I skimmed it and that's why I want want wanted to make sure we threw it in there. Yeah, we threw, yeah, it in, we threw there. It in there. Um because yeah, that's that sucks. That's hard. It yeah, yeah. that um, is. I have never
0: I've I've never had to deal with um losing a friend. Yeah, and I yeah. can only imagine how hard that is. Um I know we had another friend who, who lost somebody really close to them. Um couple years ago i don't
1: know who you're talking about but we'll talk about it later yeah yeah
0: um and like just uh, or maybe it was only a year ago but i just like listening to him kind of talk about it and it's it's hard i, yeah. can, I can't imagine um I, so. I had
1: i had a childhood friend a couple of years ago die of a heroin overdose yeah uh-huh. um and we hadn't talked in years but i knew he was having a problem like but i didn't know to the extent of what it was like i didn't know he was doing heroin mm-hmm. um and like because like i said we hadn't been talking in years but yeah it's hard um went to his funeral Um, saw his parents for the first time in years and just, yeah, yeah, it was hard. It was, he died literally the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, so every year around Thanksgiving now, I just think about his family. So Mm -hmm. I get that paintballing is obviously the same thing for this person. So Mm -hmm. it's hard.
0: Yeah. I'm sorry to hear about that. Um, I, I was trying to think of like the best word for like brighter inner, (laughs) you know what I mean? But, (laughs) um, you know, it's, it's, it's heartbreaking. I'm, I'm sorry.
3: Yeah.
1: That's that's really hard, <laughs> um, but good thing you have friends to, to help out. I love friends.
0: Friends are the best. Friends are, friends pretty are cool. amazing. Yeah. Friends are pretty cool. Um, and so, thank all of you, friends, for listening to the show today. You guys um, are such an awesome support group. We lo- we love you know hearing your guys' comments about this and, and having you guys on and and just your support. So thank you everyone who's listened. Thank you so much for coming on here and killing it and talking about such a great game with us and just having such a great conversation. It's been such a, such a fun night.
2: Yeah, it really has. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Thank you for being patient and, you know, staying (laughs) up super late. We appreciate it. It was a blast. Um, So yeah, if you ever want to come back, you're more than welcome. Oh, for sure. Um, And we can maybe try to, if Alex ever comes back to try to beat your record, um, you can, (laughs) You guys can just keep one with each other because we are about to hit two hours.
0: Oh, um, all right.
1: So, but yeah, thank you so much, Nabashin. Thank you, for everyone, for listening. Um, it's been another beautiful episode of Kiss Kiss Game Game. Um, we have somebody else on the schedule. I don't know what it is. That's pretty usual, but we'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> there. We got a docket.
0: We got a docket. <laughs> There's a docket. There's a docket. There's a plan.
1: Yeah. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.